0: On the first day of Christmas, my Grumpy gave to me one bottle of rum. <laughs> On the second day of Christmas, oh my, my Grumpy gave to. Me
1: <laughs> we live. It's the blackout now. What's up everybody on today's episode of the the Hashtag the Blackout black Podcast. Oh we new year, new goals. Or maybe same goals. Who knows? We also talk about our Christmas break. Give a little recap of that talk about some of the favorite gifts we saw and that we got, uh, and then we have a couple of hard-hitting questions. One, why do people drive in cars with animals? Two, it's a little bit about mixed kids and cultural appropriation. All this, voicemails, and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Maybe I should come up with a new sound for the new year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again Episode 205 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast I'm Jared What up people, I'm Jay And we're back and at it again Whole mm-hmm. new year It's mm-hmm. been a couple weeks since we recorded You know, mm-hmm. because of Christmas break and all So, you know, we had a good time, had, had to have a family time So, good that good, good True. old time So we're yeah. back and at it again Jay, how was your yes, you? Christmas break?
2: Christmas break, it was cool Got to uh, go See my in-laws In Louisiana So mm-hmm. kids got to go see their cousins And of course Their cousins are growing And a lot older than them And mm-hmm. you know So it's uh, you know it's at that weird stage Now where You know you have like cousins that are 14, 16 years old And then you have your kids That are 11 and 9 years old Mm -hmm. and i guess that relationship is like maybe the older kids are a little too old to be doing the kiddie stuff but they're kind of sort of stuck in that little transitional stage so i mean it was all good they they love being with the cousins and vice versa but you know it's it's just at that point where you know you could kind of see the changes in how you know the dynamics and relationship is with them too but
3: mm-hmm. but it was
2: cool you know uh, lots of lots of presents lots of lots of food lots of uh mm-hmm. lots of good times lots of laughs lots of uh you know just a lot of a lot of things amidst a, a pandemic you know so yeah it was yeah. uh it was good man that's good Enjoyed man that's good to hear it. quick trip like we were saying before but went a little too fast but you know
1: yeah so uh, it was something
2: yeah, that's good. How about you? How was yours?
1: Man, our uh, our Christmas break was you know was great, man. My my family got to come uh, up to visit, and this time you know the whole fam. So uh, my mom and sister uh, came up from Houston, and mm-hmm. then my brother and uh, his wife, my sister in law, they drove up. Uh, I guess they drove up to Las Vegas from California, but then they flew in mm-hmm. from Las Vegas. Uh, And yeah, they all spent they all spent uh, about a week uh, with us. So man, it was good. It's really good to have them there. Uh, And really, I think, honestly, I think it's really good for my kids to have them there because, you know, my mom and sister have come a few times since COVID happened. And you know, I think what this may be the, maybe this is the third time I guess since we've been in this house uh, since COVID started. Uh, And my brother has never come up last year when. Uh, it was Christmas. They were all they were all supposed to come too. Uh, my mom's sister came, but then my brother and his wife did not come because she got COVID. Like I don't know, it was like mm. the week of wow. Christmas or something crazy like that. And so. they, you know, they aren't. I don't know. They are not the same believers in COVID that some people are. You know, like they. I don't know, they have issues with the masks and they have some of the other stuff, but obviously since she contracted it, then they know it's a real thing. They just don't believe that it's, I don't know, as, I don't know, as, as scary or whatever you want to call it, you know, as some other people. So, so, you know, so I mean, it is what it is, man. Everybody has their own opinions. Uh, You know, I can't, you know, nobody can dictate anything like that. But since last year, we were at the, we were at the point where, um, you know COVID was the thing that was still sort of mysterious you know there weren't any vaccines out there you know we still had to uh you know interact with uh you know my mother-in-law and then also my wife's grandfather who you know was like 90 something at the time um mm-hmm. you know we we're just like just the better part of judgment we were like you know what just wait so unfortunately they couldn't come last year which made everybody sad you know we we're just not happy, but it is what it is, man. You know, you get the thing and and we didn't want to spread that potentially at that time. So this year, you know, everybody at our house is vaccinated. I know that my mom, you know, is fully vaccinated as well. So, you know, we're like, all right, you know, come on up and, and thankfully everybody stayed healthy and well through it all. Uh, You know, we did the shopping thing and, and the sad part is, you know, every time when, you know, you have family come to visit, or you get to go visit family? It always just goes so fast. Um, You know, that opportunity to hang out with them. Uh, And I had to work like basically like early in the day for for most, for all those days, for most of the days. Um, But I got out early, you know, so I could spend a little more time with them. So it was nice compared to last year when I basically got off at like, you know, five o'clock and it was already nighttime uh, Mm. and like the day shrunk so quickly, so. Uh, it was crazy, though. Like, how? I, I have a question for you. So, yeah, this year, when it came to Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. like, did you guys have everything done? Did you do some Christmas shopping when you got to your destination? Like, what, mm-hmm. what, what happened with that?
2: No, we, we had it all done. Uh, like, my wife and I, we didn't even shop for each other. We were just more concerned with family and mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that. So, we just focused on that try to get as much shopping as we can done i mean i we usually just use amazon for the most part we'll either send it to our house or just send it to whoever yeah whoever's house and then we'll get it there wrap it or whatever uh but yeah i mean we we had it all done we kind of had a, an idea like let's say for for older folks like our parents and stuff like that They really don't know what they want. They just Mm -hmm. practically just want to see us.
1: Yeah. And basically, don't they always just say, Oh, I don't want anything? It was like,
2: Yeah, like I don't want anything either, you know, man. So, yeah. yeah, uh, So that was easy. I mean, we just found something. I bought lottery tickets for everybody, scratch off lottery tickets. You know, if you win something, you win something. If you don't, you don't. I thought about you. So it's the chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's the chance win. So, but, you know, kids and stuff we the kids our kids been writing christmas lists since hell since summertime you know yeah (laughs) did they get everything did they get everything they wanted no absolutely not um you know but like i was saying earlier for like my uh niece and nephew who are 14 and 16 it took them a while to even get a little list of whatever they wanted together Mm-hmm. So we, they were like the last minute presents that we got and mm-hmm. that was probably the week before Christmas that we were able to get their stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they were like the last minute presents. So but other than that, we got everything on time and yeah, got everything good. for everybody so
1: That's good. Yeah, that's that's good, man. I uh I know that my mom and sister, you know, and brother I guess had stuff sent here. Uh mm-hmm. you know, they had stuff sent and we had some stuff sent too because you know, really is the same thing. Like the older people, you know, they're like, I don't really want anything. And, you know, that's all well and good. But the grandkids and stuff like that, they want to they contribute. They want to be able to get something for grandma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, and even my brother, like, even like my brother and sister, they're just like, I don't really know or I don't really need anything. I just want to see y'all. Well, that's, that is a gift in itself, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, that time and, and that, you know, presence. But, you know, the kids at least want to get something tangible for everyone, you know, something that's like an actual thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, in, we ended up like getting, you know, like hammering out like a list for everybody. And the kids obviously, like you said, had a long Christmas list and they got, you know, a handful of things or whatever. But, uh, you know, and, and it is what it is. But like my wife having broken her knee, she broke mm-hmm. her knee like or a bone in her knee, like just after Thanksgiving. And we only had a couple things then planned that we were getting, right? Um right. one of which was a family gift that we're basically carrying over from two years ago because we couldn't do it during COVID time. Um so uh so basically we um basically like her having broken her knee, she couldn't drive anywhere, she couldn't go in like shopping. What's up? Mm-hmm. What's up, little chocolate body, how you doing? Hi. So she couldn't, uh, what's up, dude? Merry, happy new year. He gone, yeah, hey, he
2: gone, he gone, whatever we need
1: to do. Oh, uh, that's funny. Kids um, don't
2: let the dog out,
1: yeah. So, she couldn't, she couldn't go, you know, she couldn't go and do the things that she normally would. You know, we would normally like split up and go buy gifts or you know, do whatever. So, she had one day that she went out with her mom mm-hmm. to like get stuff for everybody where you know, we weren't all with her, right. But she was right. just basically like on crutches the whole time, and then, uh, and then uh, me, like I didn't have really have time to do stuff because, on top of doing all the stuff at the house as far as like cooking and getting the kids settled and stuff like that, uh, because she couldn't go up and downstairs, you know, during the whole time frame, like I had to drop them both off at school, pick them both up at school, drop them off to like extracurricular events, you know, after school. So, like, my time was, like, really short on top of doing all the other stuff. So, really, I didn't get to buy Christmas gifts for anybody, almost anybody. I I had a few stuff shipped uh, that arrived with Amazon, thankfully. But most stuff I bought was, like, the last two days before Christmas. Like, I went out on Christmas Eve at, like, my brother and I actually went out on Christmas Eve at, like, 6.30 in the morning. Because I didn't have any other time. I didn't have any other time. Went out on Christmas Eve, 6.30 in the morning. Got everything done probably by, like, 2 o'clock. Um, because we had to go out, and then we ran into my mom and sister also at the same store, and we mm-hmm. chatted, and then we split up, and went our separate raised Then I had to come back home to get my sister in law and my daughter, because my sister in law, and my daughter still had stuff to get. So, so we went out with them, and we we're done by like two, and then even that same that same day, my son was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to pick something up too." I was like, dang! So really? thankfully, my brother was able to go out and and you know take him somewhere for an hour or so. But yeah, man. But I mean, this year, you know, having I'm telling you, man, the value of having like that extra person, like having my wife there, you know, the years before, you know, where she could go and and we could like basically attack Christmas lists separately, you know, yeah. like you could tell that the 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 value of that was like really like high uh, compared to not having that. So you know. Uh, but hey man we got everything we needed to get for everybody uh, yeah. you know everybody got you know everybody was fine uh, it was it was a good and blessed Christmas man we had we always it's always like you know there's there's more than you really deserve so it was yeah. fun man it was yeah. a fun time That's but yeah great. speaking of, speaking of gifts so like what are some of your favorite Christmas gifts you got uh, and then also, Huh. What is a Christmas gift that you thought somebody else got that you saw like at your household or, you know, with your family that you're like, dang, that's a really cool gift? You know,
2: uh, hmm. let me think uh, Christmas gift that I got. I didn't like I said, I really didn't want anything or get get much. In- I got one thing from my my in law from the I guess it was from the kids. Uh, they got me this Gunslinger Spawn, McFarland Spawn toy that mm-hmm. was really cool. I'd kind of been eyeing it, but I never told nobody because I, like I said, I didn't want nothing. I don't tell anybody I want anything. It's just like to me, this time of year, as far as like the gift stuff, mm-hmm. it's just for kids, you know. Yeah, that's that's the way I see it. I mean, it's just for kids. But that's like the the best gift I got. um what else uh and I guess I got some money my mm-hmm. well unfortunately my my wife's grandfather passed away mm-hmm. uh like i think it was early December mm-hmm. or yeah sometime earlier by early mid december sometime, mm-hmm. and every year he would send everybody like fifty bucks, yeah. like wow. kids, family, all the family he'd send everybody fifty dollars so mm-hmm sent me 50 bucks. Uh, you know, all the kids, 50 bucks. Everything. So, you know, those were like the two gifts I got. You know, I guess physical gifts I got. You know. Yeah. Uh, what did I see? That was cool. Let me think. Let me think. Okay. Uh, okay, the other kids got video games. Um, uh, sure. I mean, my kids got... A remote control, each a remote control helicopter from my dad. Mm, that's cool. That was kind of cool. I mean, they're broke now, <laughs> after like oh, no. thirty minutes of use. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Aww, <laughs> yeah, man. so yeah, they're broke now. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's pretty much all that's I can say as far as like somebody getting something that I thought was real nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's it. That's cool. Hey, man, you know that's cool. That, those are those are solid. Those, uh, especially the toy, that you got. You know the figurine that you got because it's sort of like an unexpected thing. Mm-hmm. You know that you that you really wanted. You know, but yeah. you're just like I don't know if I want to buy it yet or something like. It's cool that you got that. That's pretty dope. Um, wow. Let me think. Uh, so. I got, you know, I got some money, which is fine. You know, you could always use money for whatever, right? Which is great. But then I got a low country boil kit. So basically like a big, like crab boil, seafood boil kit, crawfish mm-hmm. boil kit. like in a Oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait to do that. I was thinking about doing it now, because, but it's like, it's so cold outside, man. It's, it's, it's probably not going to be yeah. fun. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait to learn how to do a good crawfish boil. Because I've done some done some seafood boils but you know it they just they didn't turn out the way that i thought they would so now now it's gonna work out better and then uh let's see here kids got me like a drone with the camera on it which is pretty fun uh and because i've wanted one of those for a long time and really like just to film stuff and um I, (laughs) i i took it out on christmas day and flew it and I didn't realize how windy it was outside. So I flew it and there's like this little okay. home button where you press yeah. the button, it's supposed to come back to you. And, uh, and uh, I think the wind caught it. And by the time it tried to come home, it was in a place where it couldn't like come back because it comes home on a straight line. It doesn't really know that there's stuff around it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it ended up landing in one of my neighbor's backyard upside down and I couldn't like fly it out but the good thing is there was a camera on it so i could tell exactly where it was and there's like a little gps so it was funny but it's not broken yet thankfully uh but yeah i've taken it out since then and you know saw some snow stuff and it it worked pretty well so it's fun um and then also randomly my wife got me this thing and my son this thing on amazon it was probably like 10 dollars uh, and there's this little uh this little you know stocking cap like beanie but there's little there's little um it's a wireless, like a wifi or a Bluetooth beanie. So you can play oh, music cool. or whatever while you're wearing it uh, out oh, in the that's cold. Nice. And I've used it. I Normally, I, sometimes I wear a beanie when I'm um, like in my office working, um, you know, listen to music while I'm working uh, or whatever. Or I guess I listen, put the beanie on to keep my head on warm, but now i got this little music thing. But then I've been also been outside like shoveling and stuff like that, uh, you know, since it's started to dump snow here like crazy. And, man. um, and yeah, I've been doing that as you know, wearing it as well, so it's good, man. It's a cool little gift. Um, that's cool, yeah. So, some fun stuff, uh, you know, uh, it's fun stuff, and then, um, then oh, and then my brother got me this vintage. So, you know, you know, when you used to go to like butcher shops probably as a kid, or maybe even still now, and they have those posters on the wall of the animal and all the different cuts of meat that come from the animal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I already had a beef one. My brother got me this vintage poster, uh, size one of a pig. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's gotta be from like 1980. Yeah, it's I've gotta be from those. like 1980. Like it legitimately came off the wall at a butcher shop, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they sent it. So it's for, it's really cool. I need to get a, uh, I need to get a, uh, a frame for it. I'm gonna put it up like in the area where I do barbecue stuff. So, uh, Yeah man, so those are the cool things. So as far as like cool gifts that other people got, um, wow. One of the coolest things, I don't know, to me, I'm just weird like this, but my, my daughter for Christmas, I can't remember who got it for her, but for Christmas she got this cup and on the inside of the cup you put dry cereal, on the outside cup there's a shell where you pour the milk so you basically drink the drink it and a little bit of milk comes out and you get some cereal uh, in your mouth so it's like a that's cool. cereal cup honestly, it's like the craziest thing but I swear, that's like the coolest gift I saw between anybody yeah,
2: that's funny man I, I used to do that on the way to school just get a little cup, mm-hmm. pour some milk and some cereal and just drink it while I, I yeah. drive to school
1: but it was always soggy like if you didn't finish it quick enough it was always soggy, right? true, true but, but you, know, you did get to drink the good cereal milk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is like a two in one. And I swear, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's cool, man. I really like it. I thought it was slick. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, cool. it's, it was good. And then of course we're, um, our, our anniversary, excuse me, our anniversary, 15 year anniversary was last year. We were supposed to go to Jamaica. Then for our anniversary, we had it all set and paid for and whatnot. Um, and, of course, COVID, you know, stopped that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we basically had to push it back a year. So that was the family present that was, you know, from last year, a couple of years ago, I guess, you know, for last year uh, that we pushed to this year. Uh, so we'll be doing that here in a few weeks. Um, OK, cool. That'll be nice. Go there. And, you know, it's I guess for our 16th. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know, like you always tell your kids stories of stuff that happened obviously well before they were thought of or whatever and that's one Mm -hmm. of those stories you know we always um, go back to and say hey you know um, you know this is blah 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 Uh, you know this is where we got married and they for years like for years my son you know our oldest he would like cry and be like I wish I was there like get all emotional
2: That's funny.
1: and then our daughter like I think she started getting emotional the last couple years too so it was really weird you know that they like start crying like they couldn't be there with us but That's strange. That's you know and we really we'd always wild. exactly yeah we'd always plan to go back probably a lot sooner than this but money and time and everything you know didn't allow it uh yeah. then but Understand. yeah man but yeah it'll be it'll be nice to be able to do that yeah them, we, so. we still haven't
2: taken a honeymoon and it's been i know 14 yeah. years since we've been married and i think my my brother-in-law and his wife they just took their honeymoon this mm-hmm. past october uh i can't remember where they went to uh mm-hmm. dang some islands uh, well i don't know why Came in my in. head no i don't know where in my head i keep thinking of maldives islands but I don't. Oh, that's wow. not right that that can't be right that's uh, cool yeah they went they went somewhere they flew somewhere to some islands and stuff but yeah they've been married for 16 17 years maybe yeah yeah. something like that, and this is it. they finally took their honeymoon, you know because yeah. I think he was in the navy at the time, so he was mm. always stationed somewhere when they got married, so yeah they finally got theirs and we tell sh- do should it. take yeah hey, man yeah I'd love to do it ain't mm. we have nobody here to watch the kids for one yeah, um, yeah and yeah it makes sense. then of course we're in the the middle of a pandemic i ain't trying to go nowhere and then come back and have to be quarantined and then all this other bs so yeah i I, i'm you know it's just it is what it is you know we're healthy and happy and whatnot so Mm -hmm. it could wait
1: yeah i think it's 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 interesting because the way and yeah i mean everybody takes you know everybody takes their um yeah, you know, everybody, everybody gets the opportunity to take their you know honeymoon if they get the opportunity you know take it when you can like it is what it is it's not like the old days where you just like had to take it right away you know type of yeah, thing or or, or at least it was linked you. up you know like 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 everybody's life you know the timing for being able to do that type of stuff is different it is what it is you know yep. and maybe yeah, you do yeah. take the kids with you <laughs> and you know it's it's just a different type of honeymoon it is what it is yeah. man but yeah. but whatever the case you know you whenever the time's right you'll have the opportunity to do that. I mean I have a, a couple of friends that I mean they got married uh, and I think I, I catered their wedding and this was like back in 2019 and I think they just barely they just took theirs you know just this year or whatever because you know they both work you know they don't have any kids but they both work and they have other like crazy busy lives, but it was just like oh, you know, yeah. the timing was right, and they were yeah. able to do it. Um, you know, so man, yeah, take it, take it when you can. You know, when you can. The other thing is, like, you got you. I know that they're not in the same town, but you do have, you know, potentially, you know, you have grandparent grandparents for kids. You know, if they would come visit, or if you could cut go and drop them off, it'd probably be more of a summertime yeah. thing, I guess. Yeah. On the other hand, but you know, either way, if it if it's a possibility you know when it's a possibility you know try to make it happen um, oh, yeah. but yeah man um, I don't know so I'm I'm I, the and the way that ours shaked out you know our honeymoon was like basically attached with our wedding because we did them mm-hmm. both like in the same location so it is what it is but right near the beach We're right, right down the beach. by the beach boy. boy so yeah oh then I, this is what I was gonna say like as far as like traveling right now during the pandemic yeah man it's cool. been it's been wild you know it's And like, I mean, like I said, my mom and sister, they've traveled multiple times within the states, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, We have been, the only place we've flown to was Hawaii, which had the strictest uh, of COVID rules, uh, I think for anywhere, at least in America. Um, and, uh, And I know like a lot of other places were shut down from travel for a long time. Some places are finally starting to open up, but even all those places still have uh, There's certain requirements um, You know so I know the the travel agent that we have For this one you know she's given us all the Information as far as rules and whatnot. Um, you know we'll still have to be Wearing masks in certain situations um, Which is fine I mean we did it here so it's not like It's going to hurt us that much whenever we go and do yeah. whatever We're going to yeah, do yeah, so yeah. and in Hawaii uh, It was It was interesting because You know in order to get on the island you have to have You know negative tests and you know, you have to wear masks, like going the way there and in the airport and like some other places, um, you know, but like when you're on the beach or you're just like out in the open, like you don't have to wear one. So I don't know, it was it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, so this would be another one, you know, going going down to Jamaica, man. so I don't know. So we'll see, but whatever, cool. So, so all that fun, uh, you know, being said, uh, you know, glad you had a good holiday. You know, hope everybody out there had a good holiday. Do we That's want to good. do the voice, do a few voicemails first? Cause I know we have a few of them, and then we'll get into a couple topics that we want to save them to the end. Yeah, just go get into the voicemail, dude. All right, yeah, that'll be so fun. So, and then yeah, while I'm pulling up these voicemails, why don't you just go ahead and tell the people where they can You're find right.
2: us? All right, peoples, hashtag blackout Pie, Twitter and Instagram, of course. I'm doing that. Like I do at the end of the show But yeah You can find us there Twitter and Instagram Where you could find our voicemail 3853-BLAKPC Or 3853252572 Give us a little call Let us know how your holiday went Let us know mm-hmm. if you got some Some great Christmas presents If you gave some great Christmas presents I wanted mm-hmm. to buy the family a refrigerator But that was going to be my Christmas present To the family Get a bigger yeah. refrigerator Because seems like we... Don't have much space in ours, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were all sold out, so they're yeah. in back order. Ah.
1: yeah. Oh well no too bad, so sad. Maybe
2: it was just well, telling me something.
1: Were you gonna get the family one of those Xbox One X uh uh Xbox One X series um refrigerators? Uh-huh. Did you see those? Uh huh. They have like Xbox these mini fridges. The fr- There's these oh, mini please. fridges no. that I saw at Target and it it looked like the new xbox right it looked like the little black like you know uh-huh. tall like rectangular prism is the same exact shape and dimension or not dimension but same exact <coughs> shape you know um, See, a one-to-one model that's look. One
2: those lazy ass stream streaming players video like game players up. who just sit
1: at their desk and play games all
2: day exactly exactly
1: yeah it Sweet. was like i don't know it was like 150 or 200 something like that i saw him at target uh-huh. and one of my one of my other cousins um you know said that uh he had a friend with a ton of them he was trying to offload too i guess but uh but yeah man that that would have been a dope little mini fridge you know just just have that for you and the wife forget the rest of, forget the kids put, nah. it in your, put it in your room nah. um yeah. oh that's cool though that's cool hey that would have been a good that have been a great gift i I need a bigger freezer So that should have been My family Great. gift um, Okay cool So let's see here So we have Ten voicemails So how about Let's do like the last five Let's go for it Because they all All of them except for the, No I think they're all No A couple of them before Christmas And then the last couple Are uh, uh, since Christmas So here we go mm-hmm. First one up Three, two,
0: one. Yo, know, that's me, Mr. Steven. So y'all last episode, y'all. Okay. Y'all had to see from from a uh, house party, the other one. And me and my barber and I were laughing about it. And so he you know, we watched all the Fridays. And uh, I think my favorite damn it. Friday, okay, yeah, we end up looking at Fridays, and then we end up looking at house parties. But anyways, we were talking about Fridays, and um, I think my favorite Friday is the first one and the one uh, where uh, Money Mike, <laughs> the pimp, say, mm-hmm. and, speaking of, and speaking of cockroaches, where was, your, where was your two antennas when they was robbing me blind?
3: <laughs> but
0: anyway, I'm just... I'm talking to y'all, but I'm looking at the Matrix that I just ordered. Mm. Can y'all explain the new Matrix to me, please? Because mm. it's just, I'm not, uh, I'm not following it. I don't know. I'm going to have to rewind it. It's interesting. They just should have left the Matrix alone. Let King of Reeves <laughs> alone. Leave alone. Okay, well, I'm supposed to go out on the motorcycle set to a party. And, and, you know, every has this bike night at this this motorcycle club called the Street Hogs. And there's no benefici in there. And I like to go during the summer during bike nights on because so I could just park a lot pimp. So I'm not going in there because I'm gonna stink, smell like smoke. You can smoke weed, you can smoke cigarettes, you can blacken mouth, you can smoke cigars. You can drink, you can dance, and all this crap, and uh, I'm not going to... I don't want
1: to smell like it. hi. Alright. So did you get a chance to watch The New Matrix? Not yet. Uh, I watched like the first 30
2: minutes of it, and then mm-hmm. I, I kind of had something else to do. I, I need to go back and rewatch it. it. Um, but the first 30 minutes, the first part that I saw, I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. There's a lot of... A lot of computer jargon in there that if you can't make the connections to uh then you you might just you might be lost um yeah but so far i thought it was interesting very interesting
1: that's cool yeah i didn't get a chance to watch it yet my my brother offered because i guess you know my wife had the streaming service to watch it and we could have watched it at my house when they were here but Mm. just forgot uh unfortunately so um yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out though. I, that's that's on my list. Just like the new Spider-Man, you know, is also on my yeah. list, uh, which we'll yeah. catch probably on Disney Plus, darn it. You know
2: what you should watch? Mm-hmm. It's called Eight Bit Christmas. It's on HBO Max. If you, mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, that if uh, if y'all were gonna watch uh, Matrix, uh-huh. but yeah, Eight Bit Christmas. It might. It'll take you back to the '80s because it was set in the '80s, uh, somewhat and you'll get that nostalgic feeling especially when we were talking earlier i think off off air about nintendo's mm-hmm. yeah you'll you'll uh okay. you'll definitely enjoy I'll it.
1: Have to look that enjoy. up yeah i definitely would a bit christmas
2: that kid my kids enjoyed it and that's a that's a very strange a feat, thing when when huh? yeah. my kids enjoy something that i really
1: enjoy so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay cool I'll check that out And yeah thank you Kayla Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you Yes, Thank you yes, for that man. voicemail And we got a few more from you From down in Memphis uh, So yeah here we go And it's funny because the, the, when she was saying That the, the bike place that they go to Or whatever is called Stray Hogs Or no Street Hogs The um, um, Google translated Says Stray Dogs So <laughs> Google's the best that I, could, that
2: could be a, I think that was a Motorcycle club in some movie Yeah? Stray
1: dogs? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I like it. Alright, that was pre-Christmas. We have a couple more pre-Christmas. Here we go. Three, two, one. On
0: the first day of Christmas, my groupie gave to me one bottle of (laughs) sorat. On the second day of Christmas, my groupie gave to me (gasps) Two <laughs> of oh, 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 oh. <gasps> <sighs> One bottle of <laughs> I'm staying waiting on those names, Crystal. What's up, y'all? What y'all doing? Uh, ain't nothing going on with me,
3: what
0: y'all. It it's been? cuisine. We had a seafood bowl. Over at Mama's, we had lobster, crab. Um, so legs, um, to do. what else do we have? Shrimp, fried shrimp, raw shrimp, the seafood boil with the potatoes and the carrots, fried catfish, mm-hmm. french fries, oh, corn, and all the other good stuff, and I am tired. I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm tired. Man, that
2: sounds good.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: I am seafooded out, I am Tito, vodka, and... Pineapple juice out. Yo, the Matrix is some ball crap. That's all I got to say. I didn't watch it three times. I just don't get it. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: Ugh. I'm just disgusted. Okay, then. Let you get curse Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. She started strong with that Christmas song. I mean, the first verse, and then the second verse got a little shaky. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it sounded like she had a good good seafood boil. So yeah, this is all this was uh, December twenty-fourth for that one and then this one looked like she decided to call back a little bit later. Maybe the matrix got her uh, angry again. So here we go.
0: Under good my for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, Cuba zirconia. Well he didn't know I knew They were cubic zirconia rings Two bottles of Magnum And one bottle of (laughs)
3: syrup
0: And I'm going to keep calling Until I get my hoops, rub and spices This is my boycott to you Okay. Uh, let me see what's going on. Well, let's see. It's about, it was like five accidents today. Christmas Eve, everybody was rushing, rushing, rushing. Oh, what else? What else? Uh, that's about it, y'all. I'm, I'm watching some movie, And uh, y'all is crazy. The weather is windy. I mean, to my girls who are wearing the wigs, to the girls who are wearing the fake eyelashes. I mean, I'm just saying it's a lot of women running. Because the wind is knocking stuff off, y'all. It's crazy. It's like... 70 degrees down here just real crazy but um yeah that's about it for me um yeah I guess I wait on Santa's fat ass to get here and <laughs> hey, you better bring me some good Santa <laughs> okay then I guess that I'll talk to y'all later Wow, why was I laughing again at y'all as I watched the, the um house party movie with uh when they call the lady jawbone I just no wrong to put that shit in people's
1: head bye I mean it is what it is Kayla you know they, yeah, they called amazing. the jawbone for a reason you know
2: that whole and MGM it wasn't
1: movie you know it wasn't it wasn't because she had a really good facial structure either you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say so it <laughs> is what it is and oh man you know what hooks rubs and spices santa claus you know he 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 had a really tough time delivering gifts to his neighbors next door this year let alone anybody across the country um if it didn't come in by a certain time so you know um I, i know that you're boycotting i see you out there on the picket line you know singing your christmas songs still post christmas um so maybe just maybe one day, you know, you'll you'll see something show up on your doorstep soon. Uh, let's hope uh, Santa's still trying to catch up, apparently. Um, so yeah, you're. We have heard you. We have heard your cries. We that's right. We're not disregarding them. Life just crazy like that. But don't worry, we 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 got you. We won't forget you. Never do. Anyway, all right. Next up, post Christmas for
0: Christmas (laughs) or New Year's Eve and I have lost my shine because the world is gonna be short of wine whoa (laughs) hey y'all y'all already know who this is look I'm, I'm reading some stuff on uh blues on my phone and y'all was about to be a wine shortage with the crazy temps.
3: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's like like South America and other places where they have like the the wine I don't like, like the whatever you call their wine, the the real bitter wine, whatever, whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's gotta be a wine shortage. They so because the climate Uh-oh.
1: What happened? <sighs> You know, this is a problem. See, this is a really cool mouse, right? It's awesome. The problem is the problem is there's like an extra clicker on top in the middle with the roller, and then there's like these two little side click buttons which you can't really tell in the camera, but if you hit one, it goes forward a screen. If you hit the other one on accident, it goes back a screen. So I accidentally just went back. So sorry about that, but you only missed about two seconds, three seconds of this voicemail. So I'm gonna go back and go back. And yeah, as Kayla Stevenson, she's talking about the wine, potential wine shortage um, due to bad weather. So here we go. racking about halfway through. Wine, whatever, whatever. But anyway, there's going
0: to be a wine shortage. They said this is the first wine shortage they've had within a hundred years. So because the climate's so crazy, like we're in December, right? Man, it's so windy, and um it was like seventy-some degrees. I mean, it's crazy. The wind so bad that, ladies, if you wear wigs or those spider lashes, please wow. get you some binding glue. <laughs> so
2: that's funny.
1: That it? Oh wait, oh it paused.
0: The world is changing. <laughs> you better stock up. Okay then. I okay, guess so I'll
2: talk to y'all later. Yeah. Wow. Very weird weather patterns we got. It was 80 some degrees on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy, man.
3: yes
2: and, and here's fun. This is funny. Yesterday mm-hmm. started out at like 60, 70 some degrees, and mm-hmm. today it is 28 degrees. Right now, currently, it dropped down to like 19 degrees overnight. Yeah. And then this week, guess that's, what? It's going to go right back up to like yeah. 60s and 70s. That's January. so wild, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so wild. i uh trying to think. So, my kids, I took them, like I told you, I took them early this morning uh, up to uh, their first day of ski lessons because mm. uh, that was one of the presents that their mother, that their grandmother gave them and a couple of their little cousins. So, yeah, so I took them up there this morning. So, let's see here. When when I dropped them off uh, to the little bus that takes them up there at the ski resort, it was it was five degrees. Felt like negative seven. No, I'm good. Five degrees feels like negative seven. Imagine. Um, let me see. Let me see what it is right now for them because as, as the day went along, it started to get warmer. So let's see here, let me see what this is. So right now it's 19 up there where they are skiing, it feels like 11, like that's insane. Where we live right now, it is currently, let's see here, currently 18 degrees, but it feels like seven degrees. This is the type of weather you don't go out in that much. And for them, I know that, and this is, when they got up there this morning, I was probably the coldest it's ever been for my son because he's gone skiing before. But, um, yeah, man, but he also did say, like, if it's too cold, if it's, like, not safe, then they won't, you know, they'll bring the kids in, you know, to the, into the resort and, like, let them hang out, you know, for a bit. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's, it's wild. The, the weather is crazy because before Christmas here, it snowed a bit. And then every day, like, for four days in a row, it's like, it's going to snow today. It's going to snow today. All the way leading up to Christmas, it didn't snow, Nah, one of them days. The day that everybody flew out. My mom and sister flew out early, early in the morning on, well, like the 26th. And my brother and his wife flew out later that day. Uh, oh no, no, they flew out on the 27th and my brother's wife flew out like later that day. Um, it didn't start snowing until my brother's wife got to the airport at like four o'clock. Then it started dumping and they had to ended up like they, they ended up or no three o'clock end up delaying their flight to like a little after 10 o'clock that night. But, um, like, it started dumping, and, like, all these days la- leading up, it was supposed to be snowing, mm-hmm. and the weather was, like, pretty temperate, you know, it was, like, right around in, like, the mid-30s or lower um, compared to the rest of the time of year, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it didn't start dumping till then. And then, like, the last couple of days, oh, my gosh, it's been super cold and, and crazy. But, yeah, there's this is crazy uh, storm coming through, and, yeah, that's definitely going to affect the grape, the grape crop <laughs> this year. <laughs> okay looks funny oh man so if you like Rioja uh, if you like uh, Mendoza wines if you like um, uh, you know South American Cabernets or Sauvignon Blancs or Malbec anything like that Tenette, uh, you know you probably need to buy it today because yeah, no. you know in a few months or next year whatever it is around this same time frame whenever they start releasing the wines uh you know it's it's going to be definitely a little shortage for a little bit yeah no i'm yeah I'm good.
2: yeah it's crazy i got yeah. a i got a wet bar full of wine and liquor and nobody mm-hmm. in this house even drink it's just yeah yeah funny cuz my neighbor he go him and his wife goes to spain every mm-hmm. once in a while he'll bring it. yeah he'll bring me back a a bottle of wine Mm-hmm. It's like that's cool. Okay, thanks.
1: <laughs> it's cool though you know? because like if you don't drink it, you know, a you can regift it. B you know true. you can all but you can also look up the uh, the actual value, uh, you know, on you know sites that allow you to sell those things and mm-hmm. try to sell them and ship them. So I have friends who used to sell wine on eBay all the time. They made bank, bro. But I unfortunately, tell you, you can't do it in Utah. So
2: working at the airport when I did so many mm-hmm. people would come from overseas with uh with wine like boxes of wine in there their bags yeah and some of them would get busted in and stuff so let's just say oh, wow. somebody comes in with uh i guess a case of i don't know maybe 6 bottles of wine and maybe mm-hmm. 3 or 4 would get busted they'd end up just oh, wow. throwing the whole case in the trash can throwing it everything was
1: all wet and destroyed yeah, they, yeah.
2: most of them were destroyed but You'd go in there because sometimes we go dumpster diving. I wouldn't call it dumpster mm-hmm. diving. I say trash can search. Treasure hunting. Tre- trash can treasure hunting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'd find some of these not even busted bottles of wine and we'd just take them, take them home. Nobody yeah. would say anything. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the trash. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's in the trash. So we, we took wow, them and yeah. nobody would bet an eye about it. We just take it home. Knowing yeah, that man, I don't hey, drink. I get so. it.
1: I get it, man. But the thing is, you know, like, you know, you you could definitely sell that stuff and make yeah. some money because there's people out there who will buy it. That's wild. Um, and and you know, it's wild because like in a place like Texas, mm-hmm. people could travel back there with those things and not have any like restrictions about being able to fly them back. Mm-hmm. You know, but like in Utah, it's against the rules to be able to like bring alcohol. You know from any other country or any other like location outside of the state back into the state mm. like even if i like flew to like colorado next door or like nevada next door and brought it back then they would normally confiscate it now i will say this when we went to hawaii this past summer um I, we brought back you know i brought back like some tiny bottles of stuff like some sample size bottles of stuff yeah and and i think actually one big bottle of something because i couldn't find it here and they didn't say anything. And then also my my uh, my my wife's um, niece and her husband did as well. Uh, and they didn't, you know, it was still in our luggage, but normally they go through the luggage, search it and throw it away. So we'll see what happens when we go on our, on our uh, family trip here soon. Um, if we can, we can't ship it back. That's the problem too. You can't ship it back. They don't allow you to ship the stuff back. So maybe, I don't even know where I'd be able to ship it to. I was thinking maybe I could ship it to like to my family in Houston, but then they wouldn't be able to bring it here. They wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. ship, excuse me, ship it here. I could, sh- I don't know. I'm trying to think about the next nearest place that I could ship it, which would maybe be my sister-in-law's brother who lives in Las Vegas. But that would be too much to ask. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe we just won't do it. Who knows? But yeah, man, that's 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 funny. But yeah, Kayla, I I know what you mean. Like. You know, this past couple weeks, there's been a record cold in the West Coast. Um, you know, that whole region, which is like huge wine area for America. Everywhere, you know, from California up to to Washington State. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. Whatever. My wife drinks wine. I really don't drink it that much, so psh, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, here we go. Next up, last voicemail and last of last year. Yes, last of last year. Here we go. Three, two, one. I've been on your
0: stage, y'all. It's me. Still singing. Oh, I've been busy, y'all. We've been decorating mom's place still, you know, so I've been busy with that and going out. Yes, I have been going out on a few dates. Dates? That's been mm. interesting. It won't be no sex one, I tell you that. But anyway. I was thinking we need to help Santa Claus change his reindeer name. So we need to come up with some reindeer names. I came up with Hacker. I came up with uh, another one, but so far we got Hacker. Reindeer, because he likes to hack into stuff. So stuff like that, we got to think of another name. What name would you have? i don't have any what am i so who am i today i'm just kind of quarantining no i don't have covid but it is on the rampage here in memphis um with the weather being unseasonably warm yeah i thought we were gonna at least have a tornado two three four five six seven eight nine ten uh it shouldn't be 70 and 71 degrees or whatever it just shouldn't you know so man it's the baby's getting COVID I mean it's just crazy and we can't find a lot of COVID testing centers so I'm just quarantining and in the house so 10, 2022
1: and that's it wow yeah um yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's wild that there's not a lot of COVID testing centers there. I mean, yeah. Memphis is like a major city. It's not like it's not like the country where you would think there's one, you know, 50 miles away or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it's 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 a city that should have several, yeah. you know, interestingly or handful, enough,
2: whatever. it's the same here. There's no testing centers like mm-hmm. I mean, there's testing centers. There's just no appointment times. So like yeah, Saturday, no, Christmas Day. My youngest came down with like a 102 fever. And we were like, oh, hell. I know he didn't get what I think he got. Because we get, we mm-hmm. get tested every time we travel back home. We got tested the Wednesday before Christmas. Everybody's yeah, negative. Yeah. Nobody That's goes him. anywhere. I mean. Yeah. So that Saturday he came down with like 102 fever. But he was fine. Yeah. You know. So we quarantined him off in like one of the rooms. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And we were all all like, hell, we've been around this boy for the past i don't know yeah, how long days. yeah so every, we would have got something but yeah. oh yeah it was a fever so we tried to go around the town seeing if there was any covid testing sites there were sites but the times were mm-hmm. insane you had to wait like four hours just to get tested you know yeah. so we was just like screw it we'll uh, so you
1: basically have to pull up and wait the whole time no you have to set an appointment the thing is yeah, you have okay. to set
2: an appointment and all the times were booked um, but they said you know even the uh, you know like those care now clinic type things they say yeah it's going to be mm-hmm. like a 3-4 hour wait so we just said screw it we'll, we're will we leaving in the morning anyway so we'll just get them tested when we get back home got back to Texas Yeah. started looking for sites nothing there's lots of sites just That's no crazy. times available so like screw it okay so monday we'll just see if there's any times nothing monday we found one place monday that had like a one one slot available and we're like uh maybe we'll just call his his you know doctor at like the cook's children's hospital see if uh Mm -hmm. you know he could get in just have him checked out since he you know his fever's gone we don't know what the hell it was so yeah yeah. it was just
1: a little funky yeah it was just weird
2: man he got a fever for like I don't know maybe four or five hours and then it just went away yeah so i mean that's happened to me my sister-in-law says that's happened to her she'll get a a fever for like a few hours and it'll just go away so yeah i totally understand the not finding the testing site and times and stuff like Mm -hmm. that because everybody was traveling everybody's coming from traveling and they want to get tested especially with all the the what is it the omicron variant going Mm -hmm. around so
1: yeah yeah I know that. that makes sense yeah man I, it's it's wild um, I know our kids can get tested at their pediatrician's office um, but there's only like certain times a day that they do it and certain days a week for kids right but there's plenty of places here where you go get tested like plenty of places so I mean between the hospitals you know between like just pop-up centers like it I don't know it just for me it's just hard for me to to wrap my head around, cause Utah is like, I mean, Salt Lake is like a, a, a big city, but it's not a, like a major, it's as major Memphis, city right. as like DFW. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably just around the same population size as Memphis, uh, you know, it's its not a huge market, but it's not a tiny market either. So right, right. that's why it's just, it's just shocking that the testing is is so small or that the, the, the amount of testing centers is small, so small. But if I look at it the other way around, you know, DFW have you know more than a couple million people in the you know in the metroplex. That's a ton of people, and you know that the percentage of people who knows what it is that need to get tested, mm-hmm. you know, is, is is squeezing down all those times. I, I do know this at you know going to get the vaccine and then going to get the booster. You know, there's there's certain places that you can look here, and you know they're out. Excuse me, several weeks. Uh, whereas there's some places like like a Walgreens and and uh you know place cvs places like that or walmart target i mean shoot places like that you could go and and they have them like within a few days so you know it's it's i don't know it's wild man it it is a thing that we're obviously dealing with you know it is what it is so uh thankfully you know thankfully uh little man did not um you know have anything more than that quick you know 24 hour fever or whatever it was so Mm -hmm. that's crazy crazy time but and hopefully we all stay safe especially as we start school again uh but yeah yeah, man yeah speaking of staying safe um you know there's there's something out here in these streets that you know i saw uh just before you know just before christmas Mm. um you know and and i really it really gets you know really what do you call it like uh what do you call that thing? Uh, it really like gets my goose. Is that what they call Grind it? Grinds your gears. I can't remember. Yeah, grinds my gears, you know, all, all those things. Um, it really, it really messes with me just because I see this type of stuff and, you know, it, like it just, uh, Jay, you know, there's some things that just like really like just make me want to knock some people out. And it is when you, drive in the car Mm, mm -hmm. with your animal Mm -hmm. in your lap, in your front seat or no, in your lap, mainly, right? Like this lady's doing here. Um, So I was out here, here's another one. Look, this is not good. This is not a good idea. So I was out uh, you know, went to um, went to like, you know, a drive-through like to pick up some stuff, some food and it was a snowy day it had just snowed in here. The worst thing, the worst time to drive is like either when it's like starting to dump snow um, or like, you know, the, the day that it just snowed because all the roads aren't clear and and people here don't remember, apparently people who live here for years don't remember what it was like the last time it snowed and how to drive in it, right? It's almost like when it rains in Texas, like you've been here forever how you forget how to drive in the rain. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's like in the snow. So I went over here and when I got to this place, I was in the drive through, I was just I was just waiting in line. I looked over and I saw this like SUV just sitting there. And so I saw a guy putting his window down. I saw like the dog, a dog like peek his head out in the driver's seat. I was like, okay, well maybe they're just like stopped or whatever, you know, sometimes dogs get like antsy in the car, so I'm like, whatever, I get it. So then like literally like a couple seconds later, the dude starts to back up. He puts it in reverse, starts to back up and sort of turn like my direction. And I see that it's that guy in the car with this dog that's like, I mean the dog is probably like about a 30 pound, 20 to 30 pound dog. You know, he's not like a little skinny dog. He's like a fluffy, sort of like a like a poodle right, right, or some right, right. kind of uh, like golden doodle, or something like that. <laughs> and I see there's somebody in the passenger seat. Okay. So it's not like this guy had no choice but to let the dog sit in his lap. And then uh you know and then I don't know what's behind them but I see that as they pass by and I was like and, and but the thing is the dog was like right in front of the driver's line of sight just like this lady that we're showing in the picture right here yeah right in the driver's line of sight and and I'm just like that cannot be safe you know this this cannot be safe it has mm-hmm. to be the worst thing to do to have your dog just sitting there right in front of you while you're driving, you know, it, it just it just, and I believe that people that do that, if they get in accidents, things like that, you know what, they should be get they should get a ticket, they have their license revoked. I don't know whatever you want to call it, but they should be put in trouble because that's dangerous, especially on a snowy day, a rainy day,
2: because it's dangerous. Yeah, and I a hundred percent. Know that feeling because I've had to do that with my big Rottweiler that I had, like some. You jumped in your lap or something? Yeah, you know, you take the dog to the vet or something. Mm -hmm. My dog wouldn't sit in the passenger seat. He wouldn't sit in the back. Well, did I have a back seat? I had a back seat at that time. Really wouldn't sit in the back seat. He'd jump or she'd jump from the back to the front and she liked to sit on my lap. So can you imagine a big Mm -hmm. 80 pound Rottweiler? Oh, man sitting on your lap while you're trying to drive you know it's it's uh, crazy it's very crazy and it is like you said it is very dangerous because the dog is you know kind of blind in your, your line of sight thankfully it wasn't raining mm-hmm. or snowing or anything like that but uh, yeah, you know I, I totally understand I mean some of these dogs some of the people I should say uh, may like their dog to just sit on their lap and have some kind of furry little friend there because yeah, it's, you know, you never know what's going through the dog head. And I ain't trying to give the dog or the person the benefit of the doubt or anything like that because it's a, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. But some of these dogs are yeah. are kind of antsy. They they have anxiety just like people, and they want to be like right near mm-hmm. their owners and stuff like that. So I can understand a dog jumping in the lap and just wanting to sit there. Yeah, but, but you gotta Yeah, push like it away. You, 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 some you gotta. You got to try to push them away. Will they stay there? Is the question? Because I, I, I think for me, I'd much rather have my dog just stay there, right on my lap, especially if he's small like this that you see on the screen, instead of running around the back seat, jumping to the front, and then trying to get on your lap, then you push it away, and it keeps doing the same thing yeah, back and forth. That, that, cause that would definitely cause an accident if you got to keep pushing it away, and then it keeps jumping back. So. I yeah. could understand that portion of it but i i totally hear you about the safety thing you know so i i have no I clue mean, what the, what the the issue is but you know sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't but I, yeah like i say i understand what you how you feel about it but i mean
1: for me y'all can keep all them dogs i don't <laughs> care. you don't like you those can get either. all the dogs put them on <laughs> dog island or whatever that movie was and they could just stay there um because I mean look at this Look at this video right here And then another thing is There's there's these videos You know where you see like I can't remember what it's called But I know if you look up Instagram And look up like Wee videos Or something like that Where somebody goes Da 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 ba Wee Like that They have all these random things that happen So a couple of those videos They show a dog literally Jumping out the window So would you be more Would you be yeah. more sad That your dog jumped out the window While you're going 60, 60 mile per hour down the street And he yeah. definitely probably Didn't make well, it yeah, Or yeah. Would you just be? Would you just be more sad to just let your dog sit in the seat next to you? Cause me, if somebody hits me in the car and I see that they had a dog in their lap, mm-hmm. guess what I'm going to do at court? I'll yeah, be you like, blame it on them. Cause they I'm got suing all y'all, yeah. and I'm blaming that dog. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Take him to the pound. <laughs> like that. Yeah. You know, I, I it's it, to me. I don't know, man. I, and I can understand. I, I we had a little dog that would like sort of try to jump in your lap, or at least jump up on the on like the armrest in the middle to try to see and then bark at crap. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like very skittish. Yeah. Like he could never sit still. This newer dog, he'll just sit in the back and like he'll just sit there and like just slobber on the ground because he doesn't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Right? And even and we even took him uh uh you know to uh we even took him uh what it was just Thanksgiving or whatever it was You know driving driving down um and and he sat fine and then eventually he like he wouldn't fall asleep he wouldn't just lay down he just sat there and sat up and then eventually he like laid down on my son's shoulder Mm -hmm. in the back seat but he doesn't like get all like jump in your lap in the front seat type of thing but no man if i see somebody if they if they hit me or even if i hit them and i see they had a dog in their lap you shouldn't have had your dog in your lap No, I, I, it would be the other way around obviously but you shouldn't have the, the, the dog it's, I think a dog in your lap when you're driving especially if it's blocking your, your line of view is probably just as distracting as a cell phone
2: yeah it is
1: even though you're probably not interacting it, with it the same way it's still blocking what you would normally see if it wasn't there mm-hmm. if it didn't exist in the, in the moment yeah, so I don't know. That just really grinds my gears, man, and I swear, man, every time I see that, I just shake my head and I try to steer clear of those cars cuz I've seen some people drive crazy with them dogs and they lap. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, I don't need to be anywhere around y'all.
2: I've, I've seen it too. I've seen it mostly with the little the little small dogs like what's on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I totally understand what you what you feel, there.
1: man. I swear, man, it's just it's just not my thing. I'm just not a dog person. It is what it Man. is. So your dog that it you have
2: now, are are you are you the sole caretaker?
1: Because I could tell you, you at mean, my house. You mean we have the we mean we have the dog and I'm the one who makes sure he gets fed and all yes, that stuff? Yes. <laughs> uh I mean Yes and no. Yes, in the mornings, I'm normally the first one up. Uh, I'm normally the one putting him out, you know, and and probably putting him some food in his bowl when he come back in Mm -hmm. if the kids aren't here yet I'm the one making sure he goes to bed like in his cage his kennel, whatever while I'm going to work Um, but during the rest of the day especially if the kids are around and my wife is around they all play with him and they throw his toys with him you know I would I'd take him down and go to the restroom outside but you know it's not like I'm not out there like 100% caring for him that's that's them that's their dog for all I care he could have went back to California with my brother and sister-in-law. So <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Whatever. But uh nah, you 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 are you the one though? Uh
2: 90 to 95% of the time, yeah. I'm the one that buys yeah. the food. I'm the one that uh takes him to the vet. Majority mm-hmm. of the time, I'm the one that books all his his uh boarding. Grooming? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah grooming when he does do grooming i I mean i usually do the grooming and stuff at home so yeah i'm the one that gives him a bath most of the time um dang yeah i i I usually have to tell the kids go feed the dog dog doesn't have water or you know uh food which reminds me i have to go pick up some food after this um that's funny yeah i mean we
1: will tell our kids we will tell our kids hey you know you wanted his dog, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to feed him, right? So like each of them each of them has their day that they know they're supposed to do that, you know, feed him and, and put water in the bowl. Um, I am the one who mainly goes to buy the treats. Because I know if I don't buy the treats for him, then he'll try to be searching for stuff that's on our counter or something like that. because mm-hmm. uh, he's tall enough to at least put his paws up there and see on the counter. And if yeah. anything is within within like eight inches of the edge of the counter, yeah he could like hit it with his nose and try to get it so i will get treats you know like little random treats um, our dog our dog likes to tear crap up though you get him a new toy yeah. that's like yeah this is one of those toys for heavy chewers like we gonna give it to him it, it'll last for a long time you look at it later and it's like halfway destroyed how so old we is, have to how get him like i mean he's just barely a year old his birthday was like two days before christmas mm-hmm. um three days for Christmas. So so we'll get him like I'll get him like some harder toys to play with. Or like some hard, like, you know, like some hard crunchy treats, you know. Cause he doesn't he doesn't really like go around chewing on the couch and stuff like that. We don't let him do that. But um, you know, he will like if he had an opportunity and we weren't looking, he would definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll tear up his toys. He'll he'll find the little squeaky thing and rip it right out that little sucker i swear man call him like i call him his name is astro so i call him astro disastro because he's out there he's out there in these streets trying to cause a disaster (laughs) little sucker man i swear i swear anyway well uh yeah well if you people out there have issues with dogs and cars um driving in cars with dogs whatever you want to call it uh you know let us know drop us a voicemail we definitely want to hear about that um, another thing, another topic that I talked about was, um, or you know, let's see here, culture, cultural appropriation. Okay, so I had this weird <laughs> thought, it. right? Right? Yeah. Say so
2: what? I so, say so you couldn't read that.
1: Oh, I, I almost could. So I had this weird thought. I, I was trying to type it out. Um, so. Okay, so I'm I'm looking up the wiki of the cultural appropriation right now. So I, I don't know. I think I read a I think I read some story about Kim Kardashian, or I didn't read the story, but I I, I saw the title saying Kim Kardashian, um, you know, being blamed or criticized of cultural appropriation when she like did her kids' hair, or maybe did her hair like her kids' hair, something like that, because we know that her kids are you know yeah. half. Yeah, you know, Albanian or whatever the heck they are, and half black, right? So, so, um, so, I don't know. I thought about that, and I was just like, you know, if you're white, or if you're black, you know, what or Asian, whatever it is, and you have a a a different color, you know, like a different color or different uh, race, nationality um, spouse, Mm -hmm. and so your kids are mixed. Okay. Is there any, is there any, uh, 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 what's the word? Is there any risk of you culturally appropriating that other culture by you doing something that would normally identify with that culture? Mm. Like just say, for instance, my kids or Kim K's kids or whatever, shoot, even your kids. Say you got them cornrows. Right, we got them cornrows, and then our wives decided to get the same exact hairdo. Okay, would that be culturally appropriating cornrows? I know cornrows isn't owned by Black people, but I know if I remember correct correctly, the history is people in Africa were the first to have that type of hairstyle. I might be wrong, <laughs> and I'll own it if I'm wrong. <laughs> But you, but like, think about that, and, and I don't know. I know you said that your wife may have an input on it, uh, and I don't know if she's there to, to give some input yeah, right now. I, but
2: I just, I just text her to see if she's she's ready to come on the show because she is the. She, I ain't gonna say she'd be the best person answers this, as this is probably a. She kind of walks both lines of. Asian, and mm-hmm. white, but mm-hmm. but, grew up. In uh, I guess African American society, all her friends, Mm -hmm. her closest friends, are black. Uh, and she has I thought she was black the first time I knew her, first time I met her. I I thought she she was half black. I thought she was black the first time I uh, let me see if she's gonna come on.
1: Oh, this was interesting though. Like, growing up where y'all grew up, y'all grew up in Louisiana, so there's so many people who are fairer skinned down there you know there's so many yeah. people who are fair skinned that you would not know until you asked them what they were hey i got a question for you he ain't gonna i got a question yeah. for you close that door
2: <laughs> you can need to wait um, okay. yeah so that's what i thought i mean because i have cousins we have cousins uh, one of our cousins wives who is who is black Mm-hmm. is a lot more fair-skinned than my wife you know oh
1: man and she almost, she more almost yeah. more fair-skinned than my wife
2: so i that's what i thought my wife was or whenever we first met you know in mm-hmm. college i thought she was just half black or just yeah light-skinned black girl so and that's what she's had said to me growing up that a lot of people thought uh that she was as well in in like school and stuff elementary school junior high high school whatever you know they just thought she was like a light-skinned black girl so uh so she has she has braided her hair before in the past her friends have braided her hair and Mm -hmm. you know of course they've never said anything about it as far as this whole cultural appropriation phenomenon that's been going on for the past five ten years or whatever uh so nobody has said anything to her about it um I'm trying to see if she'll come in here and and talk a little bit about it uh yeah yeah but yes yeah, I, I don't know man i for myself i wouldn't know where i would be kind of drawing the line where i would be as far as like the the cultural appropriator of a particular mm-hmm. part of her culture because yeah. you know it's weird man i mean she could tell you more about it because i know she asking if she gets paid for this interview no uh
1: uh you you would have to provide whatever payment yeah
2: so yeah uh, i know she has said she identifies i guess she could identify more with her asian side than her her white side because she's you know her mom's from thailand so she kind of grew up more in that culture than around relatives of her father's side, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um... Yeah, come on in, Miss J. Come on in. Is she gonna come in? I don't drop the hard-hitting questions. I just drop questions. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, and as we potentially wait on the potential uh, for her to hop in, this is the thing. This is what I think of, man. And, and you know, I could totally be wrong, obviously. But I think it's sort of twofold, man. I think it's sort of twofold. I think that in a case like this, you know, like here's Kim Kardashian matching her kid's hairstyle, right? I mm-hmm. think it's twofold cause, because I think everybody right now is so quick, right? We're so quick to say, oh, you're culturally appropriating something, mm-hmm. you know, in some cases in a lot of cases like it's really not though it's really not in a lot of cases I mean it's just somebody having a hairstyle but I think in a situation like this where you have a daughter or son that obviously is half the other race you know Mm -hmm. you play you obviously play a big role in their life you know but um but I think it's the way that you I think it's the way that you uh uh the way that you uh, present whatever you're doing from their culture that maybe makes it appropriate or not you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. so like right. in this case like she not she she just like I mean like think about how many well you don't have girls but like if you could imagine how many times like a mother and daughter have had the same type of hairstyle or father mm-hmm. son you know like I would go you know like I would go to, to, to get my hair cut at, you know with my dad at the barber and I mean, we basically could get the same haircut sometimes, you know, right. my wife and my daughter don't have the same type of hair. So, you know, it wouldn't be the same for them. But if my wife got a similar hair style to my daughter, then I wouldn't think it's one thing, you know, but if you come out, if she comes out and be like, yeah, I got these corn rolls with my natural hair, then that's different. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. It's different. It's just it's the, the way that you present it. Right. Um. And her style uh, is all kind of. I mean, her style is all over the map. So, so who knows yeah. what this lady, you know? But, but I don't think so. I, I think it's twofold. I think it depends on how you present yourself <coughs> to be either appropriating or not. All
2: right. You let me know, see so. if I could... I don't know how I'll be able to get her to hear my audio. Do you uh, have a splitter by any chance? I or don't honey? have a splitter, which is a uh, not a good thing. Let me. Let these
1: people. Uh, oh, right. all good. All good. So. Jay is, Jay is trying to pull up this information, so while he does that, I'll read part of the story. Uh, Kim Kardashian has addressed claims that she has appropriated black culture, pointing out that her daughter, Northwest, often asks her to wear matching hair. Cultural appropriation, which is when a tradition, like a hairstyle, is taken from a culture and used without the significance being acknowledged, can cause offense, particularly if people feel their culture has not been respected. And then she said, "I would never do anything to appropriate any culture, um, but I have in the past got backlash from putting my hair in braids, and I understand that." Let's see here.
0: Something.
1: Can you hear? Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, all right. All right. Here I can she Can you, you hear me? What's up? Can we can we get Miss J on the camera? Which she, she does well, don't want to be, be on camera. camera. Maybe all right, that's fine. I'm What's doing? up? My cousin. Where are your camera at? How you doing? Good to see you. How are you? Merry (laughs) New Year. Happy Christmas. Great. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It's so so good to hear your voice. So, yeah. So, hopefully you're doing well. Uh, I know you went and just got a coffee. So, hopefully you're nice and refreshed and energized this morning. Um, So, my question, uh, which uh, Jay has told you about at this point, is this. So, Hopefully, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm asking this correctly. So, say you know you and your spouse, you know different or different cultures, you know different race, different nationality, whatever. Obviously, you know if you have kids, if you do something uh, 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 that seems to be from the other culture, do you feel that's culturally appropriating that other culture? or not and 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 really and really where this comes from is this story that i saw the headline for where people called kim kardashian you know culturally appropriating black culture by matching her child's hair so and we and we already know you know moms and girls a lot of time have the same hair dads and sons will get the same kind of haircut you know there's other things that you do obviously also that that you know may seem like from another culture so what, what is your take on that? And I mean, you know, from your perspective, you know, what do you think?
4: If it's... So I don't know if I'm going to do it exactly related to the story. I just think mm-hmm. that... That's yeah, fine. Like, I like I understand when you're trying to do it to, you know, like your, your child is asking you, like, hey, they want to look like you, or you guys to match, and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I think as an adult, too... And being more aware of things they need to that parent needs to be Mm -hmm. like needs to think about okay if i do this like is this is this right how how would this be perceived i want to do this for my child or is Mm it is it something more than that that it could be looked at especially if you're talking about a figure like her who is like they always going to take pictures of her so she knows people are going to see her people are going to say stuff or whatever and I get it. She's probably like, well, I don't care this is my child. I'm going to do that. And that's, you know, that's them, right? Mm-hmm. If that's how she wants to do it, mm-hmm. that's them. It, you know, I do think that you still have to be, like, I think you do have to be aware of what's around you and what's what's been going on or what's, what people have been talking about with appropriation and being mm-hmm. sensitive to that, too, to say, okay, so if I do this, am I going to come across as X, Y, Z or whatever? Because I'm like... yeah. I guess even for myself and with uh, with my friends and all, like,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I don't know. I've gone through, I've had braids and stuff too, uh, encouraged by my friends mm-hmm. to put braids in. So, and I've done it and I liked yeah. it, but also at the same time. You got time, the hair for
1: it. You could do it.
4: Dude, there <laughs> well, not me. no more. This all—it's all cut off now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I cut it all off.
3: It, I chopped it off. Man. Yeah, okay,
4: so cut right. it, I don't know if he told me. Yeah, huh? he cut it okay. real short, and then I kind of shaped it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's like real short now. But okay, um, okay. But even for myself, like <laughs> I would think about things like when I moved over here to Texas. I would think about those things. Like it, to me, it was different when I was back at home, and it was people that knew me.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I don't know. And I guess the culture there, right? it it was, I don't know if, you know, like how I grew up, like everybody, nobody knows what Mm -hmm. I am. Right. And I don't know.
2: Racially empty. Yeah.
4: That's what John always says. (laughs) But like, even (laughs) when people ask me, I tell them what I am just like, I tell them, you know, I don't hide it or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But, um, again, you know, encouragement from my friends, they wanted to see like, Oh, I think you look cute. Let's do, you know, why don't you do this? So, you know, sure. Okay. I'll try it out. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know, if you're looking at something like that with a celebrity, like they have such a much bigger platform. So Mm -hmm. as much as every regular, everyday person should also be sensitive to to different cultures and different people and different things and and what they're doing, and if that's coming across as appropriating, um, the celebrities even more so, unfortunately, they got to be way more aware of that. Mm -hmm. And be careful yeah, of what yeah. of what they're doing and how that can be received, because their cameras are always on them, and so
3: that's
4: true. true. I get it, it was, when you have your so. kids and you're trying to, you know, I think it just depends on why they yeah, do uh-huh. it. And so, like, yeah, if you're pulling up like yeah. multiple pictures, it's like, so did every single hairstyle that she do was that every single hairstyle her daughter had? Were they doing it every single time or? Yeah did that kind of change Um, and then I know another thing with it is um, with the appropriating is Mm -hmm. is how credits not given where it should be given or where these styles where these things originate from right like why they're doing certain things and it's and they don't always because you know like when different when other other cultures have taken on and done something that another culture had always been doing and then that that new that new person then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh this is amazing like like they've never recognized it Mm -hmm. from somewhere else right so put people in their place and tell them (laughs) no look this came from and you know give credit to where credit is due right so Mm -hmm. especially if you're in that celebrity status so i don't know all those other things that she does like can she then necessarily say that it only stemmed from wanting to do that with her daughter if every other hairstyle yeah. she had or every other mm-hmm. thing she's doing wasn't them dressing alike or looking alike so so for yeah. anybody I think they just have to think about that like why am I doing this is it because it's this hip cool thing or because I see all these other mm-hmm. people doing it and that's what I want to do like or what mm-hmm. like I'm like when I came over here too I'm I'm more aware of that, too, because I don't want to come across yeah. as like, oh, let me throw some braids in my hair now and, no, you know, everybody, they don't know what I am. Yeah. They're not going to see they me. They thought she was yeah.
2: Mexican when she moved here. See, so.
4: Yeah.
3: They
1: thought she was mixed, what? Yeah. They thought see, she was Mexican. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thought she was Mexican. Yeah. yeah. See, in Texas. That's what's so crazy, because, like, like, you know, me, obviously, and thank you for your response, and I have something to ask about that in a second. I got to remember. So, so um that's the thing. Me growing up, having half of my family in Louisiana, I knew that they were like most of my family that lived there was all bright. Everybody was bright skinned, everybody's mm-hmm. yellow bone, red bone, whatever you wanna call it. And so and, and you know, even like we said, one of our cousins, his wife is like, you know, fairer skinned than than y'all, uh, and fairer skinned than him. Almost fairer skinned than my wife. So I figured Anybody that had a similar look or facial characteristic or hair color and skin tone combination was most likely a light-skinned black person. This is my thought, right? A light-skinned black person, until I knew otherwise, right? Um, and and I think in I don't know I don't know how it is further north of Louisiana, but further in the south in the Acadiana region, all that stuff. To me, I think growing up, I could tell the difference between a white black a white person who was light who was you know that that skin tone range and a black person. I may have been way wrong. But uh, along with that um, along with that if you come to Texas with your facial features, your hair color, you look like a Hispanic person. You look like a Latina, right? It is what it is, because that's what and and this is Texans not having experience with people from Louisiana the same way that I did, Mm -hmm. right? People more with more experience with uh mexico or you know mexican people or the mexican culture you know so that's that that makes sense that people would have thought you were mexican when you got there but my question is this so so and and, you know from uh, according to the story and you know obviously you could look back and probably see tons of pictures with her and her kids you know from the time that they were born but um but you know and and so like the kid often asks mom you know hey Let's wear the ha- same hairstyle, which is a thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be totally different if she showed. And this is where it comes to like acknowledging or giving respect or, or paying homage to, to that culture. It'd be totally different if we saw this picture for me with Kim K and her daughter. Her daughter's wearing what she's wearing. Kim K is wearing like a dashiki <laughs> or, or, or or something yeah. like that. You know, something that is clearly like an African, you know, garb. From head to toe, or she's wearing like I don't know if she's wearing like a Fubu t shirt, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, then that is definitely like a black or African cultural, uh, 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 uh you know, like item mm-hmm. that she's then placing on. So, then that is when personally, I think that's when you need to explain, or you need to pay homage, or you need to say, Hey, I'm wearing this because this is what we're wearing today. And this, and because she asked me to do it, and I definitely, you know, give homage to the culture. I don't think she's culturally appropriate anything, anything, almost ever, because she was married to Kanye, you know. And not saying just because you married to somebody from the other culture gives you the right to do that, but I don't think before she was married to Kanye, she was in court, she was doing that, and I don't think while she was married to Kanye, and since she's been, since she has done, you know, split or whatever from Kanye, estranged that she truly needs to explain stuff, but the fact that she's a celebrity, like you mentioned earlier, makes it uh, one of those things where yeah, maybe she should explain it. But then I'm trying to, my question is this, when is the right time to apologize, explain, pay Mm -hmm. homage, like whatever you want to call it, when is the right time when people say hey, why are you wearing black hair? Or, you know, which by the way, this hair, You know, was by black people, right? By Africans of old, but then also, you know, there's this hair that's in Egypt, northern Egypt, that wasn't necessarily black. You know, all different kinds of skin tones up there. Uh, Also, you know, like uh, Mexico, Central American, uh, you know, with the Native Americans. So, you know, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't the ones who originated, but obviously, we're the ones who made it popular, (laughs) probably, Um, or maybe we were the ones who originated. I can't remember, but. But my question is then Like when should she be When should she be Like making this grand Acknowledgement to people or Making this grand like uh, Explanation or does she even need to Like when is it appropriate For her to do that
2: I honestly don't even think she Needs to say anything
1: I don't think she need to either But the fact that no. she is who she is Yeah cause you know I- You know,
2: I just got curious after you saying, you know, about her braids and stuff. I started I did a search on her as far as like her history with history with braids. And apparently she's been rocking on for like a long time, you know, and every time she seems to wear it, there's always a controversy in the news about her wearing it, which is. Yeah. But have we
1: I guess the question see the question that I have for these. You know, ridiculous people who made this story, or Uh the people—maybe not the people who made the story, but the people who are calling her out for Uh it—is of all of those times she wore braids, right? Was she ever wearing, you know, an African garb, some type of attire? mm, Was, Was she was she was she doing something else in the same moment that made you offended by it because of the complete look? Or it's just the fact that she did a hairstyle. Because I know a lot of white people I've known or met or run into or interacted with or worked with a lot of white people who have um, dreadlocks. Like Mm -hmm. the dirty dreads. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the ones that they wash with like honey and juices and berries. You know? (laughs) And And I mean unless they're over here trying to talk like a black person you know, trying to say n-word this n-word that, I ain't got a problem with it. It's a hairstyle. Yeah dope you could you you got hair for that too that's cool, you know, but if they're out here wearing a dashiki you know like like try- like you know acting yeah. like they're from the motherland you know with that with that little leather african uh medallion necklace on that's totally different, yeah,
2: that's very different that's doing a little too much that's, <laughs> that's, that's too going much that's going out <laughs> out. <laughs> well
4: yeah, that would be an extreme, yeah. Oh. If they're trying to so, add in all the other stuff. Yeah. So, well, so when you talk about like when or if or whatever, and I don't know how far back she started doing that. Cause again, with her being celebrity, mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. You see a lot of other celebrities who have done the same mm-hmm. put braids in, and then it all of a sudden became this wonderful, crazy, exotic thing that they wanted to do when it was a non black person that had some kind of braids mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it was some great, grand new invention. When and I think that's that's a big problem, and I think that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of that can stem from, and why people will start to take issue, is because it's like a reminder of what's happened before, that like okay, and then in some arenas it's uh, it's considered unprofessional. Yeah. And why is it unprofessional if Mm -hmm. a person of color does it, right? Versus
1: yeah, somebody's not a person of color. Yeah. Yes. Mm,
4: So. I, I think it's the mixture and combination of all of that. So with her like and in, in celebrity realms and whatnot, so when you when you had asked like when or if she should say anything, I mean it's all you know, each person's gonna do their own. I don't like, I really don't be paying much attention you to a lot care. of celebrity stuff yeah. anyhow because yeah. that's their life. you're gonna do what you do. you know, yeah, you're on the screen, you're everywhere, like people photograph you, whatever. A lot of people love that popularity. they love being seen that's fine do what you do be happy let your soul be happy be good whatever but if you're at that status and you know it you do have that that type of responsibility where i feel like she's on instagram so hey before you stepping outside and all these paparazzi come shooting you up trying to take all your photos like you could if you felt like it was whatever like you could take a, a shot with you and your daughter then and be like hey we're gonna try to you know She wanted to rock this style together. um, See if I could pull it off. Let me see if we could do this together. We want to... Whatever. And maybe they have matching outfits with it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to match your hair, match outfits. True. And there are other hairstyles as well that you can match. So I don't... And I don't look at all her stuff. So maybe she has stuff where her daughter was just in some regular pigtails or something and she was in regular pigtails. I don't know. There's tons of other hairstyles too. Like, have they rocked that? And then that was like them being the same or similar so Mm -hmm. I mean I think it's you know a lot of different things that come into play with it you know especially when you talk about appropriation and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that she's necessarily doing it is or isn't doing it but I think she you know she needs to know and be aware and she should she well should be with her status Mm -hmm. she well should be aware of how these things can be you know perceived when she steps out there like that
3: Mm -hmm.
4: and i mean i ain't no celebrity but like you know i still try to be aware of like okay people that don't know me how how am i going to come across to them like i'm not trying to be a certain way and then you know be um insensitive to something yeah. because, it, but you know but I stay true to who I am anyhow like I'm just I'm gonna be who yeah. I am cause that's how I grew up whether somebody mm. knows me or not but still mm. knowing like knowing who I am right and knowing what I do and how that can affect other people right and how they perceive certain things mm-hmm. but I just you know it's good if people just have open mind to at least start the conversation and to talk with one another and to give good understanding mm-hmm. of where some people might be coming from and why there might yeah. be some folks who feel a certain type of way about you know the things that they see out there and like I said it could stem from even you know prior and years before and other celebrity other individuals who came out there and then all of a sudden it's like this grand great wonderful thing and no issue but then when they themselves yeah. do it it becomes an issue so I think that's also another part of the that's,
1: problem that the, comes to play. that's definitely the thing you know I mean this is you know she is a trendsetter regardless of what anybody wants to say she's mm-hmm. a trendsetter her sisters you know uh uh, uh are definitely trendsetters <laughs> there's a lot of other people who set trends that's my baby you though. know fas- fashion <laughs> well you know uh, this is what i'm saying though
4: to the people R- that follow her regardless
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly regardless if you like it or not though there's a lot of things that they did either they took it from someone else or they created themselves I don't know where all that where that line is drawn, but you know, years ago that people are doing now, you didn't see the popularity with these uh, what do you call them like the like the, the workout pants or whatever that is you know the the tight work you didn't see that until you know she or other people like her or whatever at the same time frame started to make that popular. They're trendsetters. I get it. So that's where, like you said, you know, and I definitely acknowledge this. Why was it not popular until we saw? this person or that person do it right when it's been around right the sad part is unless the public eye is on you Mm -hmm. or unless you're a fashion designer that's going to show that off or unless you're a music producer who's going to make that you know whatever it is then nobody nobody's really checking for it until it actually shows up and that's the sad part but when these people do get this uh, A credit, if you will, for setting these trends, for making these trends, then they should they should then acknowledge, well, this is where I got it from, or I'm taking my cue from Diana Ross, who used to wear this, or you know I or you know I got my music from you know Ray Charles or or Sammy Davis Jr., who was the first to really rock out, you know, like stuff like that, you know, comparing comparatively to 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 not. but yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from on that And I mean, if you look at this right here You know, according to what she said in the story uh, And you know, I'm sure this is the same conversation that some some moms have Not all her dads or whatever You know, she said she had a conversation with the girl That are like, hey, maybe this hairstyle that would be better on you and not me uh, And this is what she said uh, But she also wants her to feel that she could do the hairstyle with her And not make it a big deal Uh, if that's something that she's really asking or wants to do. And that's the thing, you know, you got to make your kid, obviously your relationship with your kid is one thing compared to your relationship with everybody else in the rest of the world, you know? So if you want to do something with your kid, if your kids want to do something to you, you know, if it's a situation like this, obviously you explain to them the significance and maybe the difference, and maybe, you know, you know, maybe this this is a black hairdo, right? Uh, uh, But, you know, you also don't want to make your kids feel bad for asking you to do something simple. Cause kids, their mindset is at a whole different level than adults. We can think two, three, four, five, ten 10 steps down the line where a kid is normally thinking about this moment, right? As I tell my son, like, think about the next, think about the next decision or think about the next possibility rather than the first thought, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Which,
1: you know, he won't get for, you know, probably years or whatever. It is. I mean, it's a kid, you know, but you got to teach them that. So an adult has this mindset. That's why she's like, you know, this is probably something that's better on you and not me. But then again, she doesn't want her kid to feel bad. So like you said, I like that. I like that recommendation. You know, post a quick video on Instagram, post a quick post, say, hey, look, we're going out as twins. Um, You know, we're going out as twins, blah, blah, blah. And then when the questions do arise, you know, she can answer it. Or, you know, my daughter wanted to, my daughter wanted us to look like twins with that same hairstyle and same outfit. So that's why we're going out like that. So I get that, I get that. And I don't know, I mean, I know it's much bigger and deeper discussion than we probably really have time for, obviously, but, you know, I, I do think, I, I do think there's, you know, there's definitely something to it. But then again, if you're a fashion setter, if you're a trendsetter, if you're a designer, something like that, and you knowingly, like you're knowingly doing something that's not of your culture, then I would definitely say that you need to explain it away. Just like if she started wearing, you know, Thai garb or if she put out a Thai food cookbook, right? Mm -hmm. You (laughs) might feel some kind of way. You might feel some kind of way. But think about it like this. (laughs) I think about it like this, right? I think about it like this. I'm not from Louisiana, personally. I am not. Half of my family is. I acknowledge that. I have a seasoning right here. Let me pull it. It's right over here next to me. I have a seasoning, well this is Rasta Rub, which is Jamaican, which I could talk about too. I have a seasoning called Cajun Red, right? That is Louisiana in a bottle to me, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That is every memory, every childhood food thing I ate, every recipe that I saw made, stuff that my mom cooked, stuff that our aunts and uncles cooked, whatever Jay's parents cooked, all that stuff in a bottle. I put that on the bottle that this is, you know, homage to my family from Louisiana. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm writing it there to pe- so people know that even though I'm from Texas, I'm not culturally appropriating <laughs> my Louisiana family. You know, and and but but that's the thing. If I came out with a Thai cookbook or I made this Thai recipe, I'd have to find some way to pay homage to the Thai food that I'm making. And, you know, maybe I spent time in Thailand just like, you know, we my wife and I got married in Jamaica. That's why I made this roster up. I've always liked jerk food. I've always liked, you know, spicy food. But the fact that we went there and we have experience there, that's the reason why I made this. And I acknowledge that in the packaging, I acknowledge it, you know, when I make posts. But if I just came out with it and just had it out there, then people would feel some kind of way. You know what I'm trying to say? If they're from Jamaica, they'd be oh boy you don't know nothing about Jamaica. Well, i be I didn't live there, obviously. But I've had enough experience there, I've had enough experience with the food that I feel confident in it. So I then would feel like I'd be culturally appropriated if I didn't pay homage, you know? Yeah. 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 In this case, you know, or or if I showed up, you know, with like, a, you know, some Jama- a Jamaican outfit on, you know, like the red and green and, and yellow and, uh, you know. Talking that stuff And not not really like You know Acknowledging The fact of what it is So I don't know man I think it's a thin line All over yeah. the place It
4: is
2: And it's interesting uh, Just started looking up I remember years ago Kim K had The The Bo You remember Bo Derek She had the braids In the, the movie Oh yeah 10, 10 So Yeah She Kim Kardashian Copied those Particular braids And then of course there's the same kind of Controversy type thing we're discussing now with with uh mm-hmm. with her at that time the braids and well,
4: even with bo Derek at the
2: time yeah even with bo derrick and bo derrick did come out saying explaining herself that it was you know kind of like an homage to the women of of uh eastern african you know uh culture cultures yeah, yeah so that's acknowledging to her a certain extent of where she got instead of just running with it and saying oh this is mine this is mine
1: so mm-hmm. yeah that's what you say this is mine compared to acknowledgement that's the key i didn't uh you know, i like that
4: and hey jared with the louisiana stuff your roots are still heavily in <laughs> louisiana so mm-hmm. with your mom and everything so yeah, oh, yeah. i know you weren't oh, born yeah. there that's- but you 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 definitely still have a very direct connection to that yeah but you know but i do get what you're saying where where you you put the the statements on there to kind of explain and to say but you know don't your roots are still deep up in that in louisiana so um -hmm. i don't i don't see that that would ever be an issue and i think you always you always go about it and, and give recognition where things are due and like you said to your to your family and you know Everybody that came before and everything that uh oh he, he got
2: listened. he got knocked off again, maybe he clicked the button, oh, no. so it's just us now.
1: Okay, <laughs> just let's try this again. Should be back on. We'll just wait for him
2: to pop back in. Come back. I'm on. sorry. Yeah, we'll just wait for him to pop back on and uh. Wait, did he? Hmm? I'm sorry.
4: I thought I just heard something.
2: No, that was that's yeah. That's
1: um, us just chit chat, but here yeah. we go. You'll come back on eventually. <sighs> it's, it must be too cold here for the internet to work <laughs> We're properly. We are like, oh, we lost uh, it. Because I'm plugged in directly to the wall. But, no, I, I, I think I heard part of what mm. you said, some about my roots are in Louisiana.
4: Oh, yeah, your roots being, yeah, I was just saying, like, they're still deep in Louisiana, you know, with through your mom and everything. Like, even though you weren't born there, yeah. like, you know, your, your family history is still deep oh, in yeah. Louisiana. But I know you still, you know, pay that respect of, like, hey, this is to my to all my family, that's you know, in that's there now. Mm-hmm. That came from there. I'm just saying, like, you you a part of all of that yeah. too. So don't... Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know. This is this may it's sort of crosses a couple of different lines too because like with my barbecue business, I see a lot of people who have restaurants or who have food trucks. That is, they call it Texas barbecue. They never stepped a foot in Texas in their entire life they either learned it from like some like masterclass online or a bunch of YouTube Mm -hmm. videos or something like that but they never once Mm -hmm. stepped foot there same thing would be like with Cajun food right you've never been to Louisiana Mm -hmm. ever but how you gonna have a Cajun food restaurant how you gonna have a Texas barbecue restaurant if you ain't never been to Texas, if you never, if you, yeah. if you just think Texas barbecue is salt and pepper from Austin, <laughs> because that, that's heavy salt and pepper, it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't imagine, yeah. you don't acknowledge the hot gut sausage and the uh, and the boudin from East Texas, like right almost on in Louisiana, East Texas. If you don't acknowledge the uh, the flavors of South Texas close to the Mexican border you know like that people could put could put brisket on a taco if you just say it's one thing say it's central Texas barbecue don't say it's Texas barbecue and don't say it's straight up Texas barbecue unless it's Texas style barbecue because you hadn't actually been there that always gets me man any kind of food culture if I'm doing Thai food uh uh Mrs. J I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna try to pay homage as much as I can, somewhere in there, you know, and 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 you know, try to have some kind of acknowledgement of where I had the experience of why I'm making this food. If I made like bao or something like I, I, I would be remiss if I tried to make that, you know, in any other way without paying some kind of homage. Now I did make a recently, which is an Italian dish, and I posted a video on it, which is good. But and, and I posted that it is an Italian dish, and I had and I had experience from a restaurant in eating it and also serving it. Uh, but then um, you know, but then I'm gonna have a different take on it. You know, so hopefully that was enough acknowledgement for that. Um but I gotta say, it's it's just wild. Like I don't know, and and you having Asian culture in your, you know, in your background. How is it? I don't know. You can quickly say if you want to. But how does that make you feel when you see people who may be a similar thing? You know, they may have, they may be doing Thai food. They may do something else, or wear like an Asian outfit. You know, a kimono. I know kimono is not Thai, but you know. You know, something like that that doesn't seem like what they are. Like Jerry Lewis, the old comedian. He always did like Asian person, you know, Chinese mm-hmm. man, something like that. So sadly, yeah.
4: Yeah, um, I think if they're going to like garments and stuff, that always seems a bit extreme. If that, unless you like grew up there and you were a part of of that spe- specific culture, which we won't know until we actually have conversations mm-hmm. with the individuals. Mm-hmm who are doing that right because there could be people that grow up in those countries and we just don't know that they just don't look like a native Mm -hmm. from there right Mm -hmm. but they may have been born there and grew up Mm -hmm. there they might speak the language and they are immersed in that culture and become a part of that Mm -hmm. culture right Mm -hmm. so that's the hard part you you go by your initial first look at things right and that's with everything right
1: it's a quick judge yeah
4: and so i think yeah and everybody's gonna do that like wait why they why are they dressed like that why are they wearing that and if it like come to thai food and stuff like if i go and i'm like wait who made this like we've been to some places i'm like why they got jalapenos up in these dishes yeah this, this ain't this is thai food you don't put jalapenos why do you got like this is not that's not the pepper you use like but i still you know i give it a shot and it's mm-hmm. like okay i mean it tastes good but you know it's wish it was it. a bit more authentic yeah, yeah. I, I wish it was like you know um, but maybe they do it for different reasons i I I know why some places might do that and it's to adjust mm-hmm. it, and it could be Thai people back there cooking sometimes there's other people who aren't Thai back mm-hmm. there cooking you know yeah. that make dishes yeah. like even at my mom's restaurant I mean we had Vietnamese cooks as well but they would make you know all the different types of variety of dishes yeah. of course that they learned with with her and through her um, and one of the other chefs who, who was uh, Laos mm-hmm. so you know I, I think sometimes they do make adjustments to where they're at yeah so yeah. those who don't have as spicy of a you know they can't take a too much spicy food yeah. instead of using thai peppers they might use jalapeno or something hopefully like
1: in Louisiana they um, use some thai peppers though because y'all y'all can handle it
4: oh yeah oh um yeah my my mom um she always had thai peppers yeah. um trying to think if there are other Thai places. Yeah, I think when I went in Lafayette, there was like maybe one other Thai place that was there. Mm. They used Thai peppers there That's too. Good. It was it was here in Texas where they used uh, jalapenos. <laughs> yeah, jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. it's but also maybe know, access to those too, like try.
1: knowing and, and having access to them, maybe a thing. But yeah, they. I mean, te- Texas I mean, look, is a spicy markets here. If you if y'all tried they, to bring that gotta, to Utah, they would be like, it's too spicy for me.
4: They yeah oh yeah. Yeah, so sometimes you have to adjust for um, where you're at and what spice level, or, you know, help, help the people adjust their palates mm-hmm. to, <laughs> to build up their palates, then if they right. need to. Yes. Sometimes right. they need to. Yes. But yeah, food is always a tricky thing everywhere, but um, I don't know. Somebody put out, there's plenty of chefs and, you know, people who put out all kinds of cookbooks, cookbooks and all kinds of things that will have recipes that come from their experiences Mm -hmm. and and most the time you do see that they acknowledge like hey I spent you know this time in Thailand and I worked with this chef Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make this dish or whatever and they you know of course everybody looks at that because of popularity if if that chef is super popular and they're like oh this is great this is amazing yeah Yeah. I'm like that's good for you you know you like doing Mm -hmm. that but if y'all you know, the other part of me is like, if y'all want some real authentic stuff, you gotta go get you a Thai cookbook from some Thai. So, how do you really feel post? about
1: pad Thai?
4: Why do you ask? <laughs> don't ask my Don't ask my sister that.
1: <laughs> Does she not like pad Thai? There's,
4: there's, um, it's 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 not, fake Thai. Uh, it's not real. I mean, it's still, you know. So, I guess it has <laughs> its history. She could tell you a little bit more about its history mm-hmm. with it and when it was made. Is more for, you know, I guess, kind of. Uh, a dish that would ultimately be more touristy type of thing mm. people to come they can handle something like that it, it's not like it's not like super super traditional mm-hmm. kind of thing but it it got popular yeah, right yeah got super popular it's not very spicy or you can add the spice to it that you want like i like noodle dishes i'll do some i'll do one of the other like thai dishes thai noodle dishes instead but um i've had pad thai as well mm. but you know if you're talking about <laughs> like if you ask me what like Thai dish, do you want yeah. it's not gonna be Pad Thai yeah. It's gonna be, be some Massaman some or something that like I, that. It'll, I mean, I do some curry sometimes, yeah. but like I want some thumb. I want you know, get me some whatever like sticky rice. Yeah. Get, if I'm doing noodles, patsyu, I that's I like patsyu latna, I like yeah. those. Um, it's a different type of noodle, but um, I you know, or I'll do lap or something mm-hmm. like Like, I like other and there's there's a lot of other dishes that my mom makes too and i don't always know the um, How to make them or the name of oh, the dishes yeah, okay. i have to like describe it to people yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. if i want to order it or something i have to describe like oh wait or i'll look at like what they have on the menu See, but together, yeah. um there, there's other things that they don't always serve you know there's a lot of Thai dishes that you won't really necessarily find in restaurants unless you like talk to the owners or talk to like the the chefs or the cooks that that know what it is mm-hmm. especially if they're if they're Thai then they'll know what you, you're talking about yeah um, Thai or Laos like they'll know but um, yeah you gotta talk to talk to my sister about uh, Pad Thai if that's a okay. <laughs> if you want to see how somebody we, feels about that yeah
1: we still need to get her on on the show we 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 uh we need to get her to to come on you know just we have a we I have a I good food, food conversation she, and oh it's, yeah it's funny it's funny the way that you're talking about Pad Thai. You know, it's so it's like uh, it's like when I went to a Cajun restaurant here, and I'm like, it's nice, <laughs> it's nice, but <laughs> like you you saying it's nice, but you can see that there's a butt like in the back, you know, um, or like some barbecue restaurants here that some of my friends are like, oh, this place is the best thing you ever had in your life, and I'm like, it's all right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I get I get where you're coming from. It makes sense. And yeah, uh, you know there. I think there's somebody, you know, Anthony Bourdain is one of those guys Mm -hmm. who we already know, you know, has traveled the world, has spent time, you know, in countries, you know, not just like a day, not like not just like a week, you Mm -hmm. know, spent time like in countries. And so like any kind of cookbook, any kind of content that he would come out with, you know, when, when he was alive, you would have a lot more trust in something like that. Rather than, uh, you know, somebody who, you know, like spent a weekend somewhere, you know, Um, you know, and and you will probably never see me put out a Taiwanese uh, like seasoning, even though there's there's people who ask me to put out some different Asian spices, Um, you know, all kinds of different like gucci chang and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Say what? Yeah. And. There's people who ask me about to do that stuff all the time, Korean spices, things like that. And while I would love to, and while I do love those foods, I do not think that I'd be able to do it justice without having experience there, Um, or without having like a family that you know that I can draw experience from eating eating a lot of their food, and you know, obviously, like you know, I I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it justice, so I wouldn't do it.
3: yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I think I try to stay in my lane as much as possible. Uh, and if I get out of my lane, I try to make sure that my lane is is well, uh, 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 you know, I have enough culturally rooted and, and uh, you know, a, enough research behind it. But yeah, I get it. And, you know, this is obviously way off the topic of culturally appropriating somebody's hairstyle. But, you know, it all ties together because the thing is, you know, in this world, I think if we look at today and we compare today to 20 years ago or even more than that we're a lot more mixed up than we started uh we're a lot more mixed up now than we were as far as cultures as far as understanding other people or at least the ability to understand other people because there's google when we were in college we Mm -hmm. didn't have google out there as much to go and search for things and and learn you know we had Yahoo and and Ash Jeeves and AOL which were pretty unreliable compared to Google now so and we have you know these Facebooks and Instagrams that will take us around the world in an instant so um and YouTube oh my gosh YouTube so so it is definitely a uh, it's definitely a different situation now but you know we're definitely more spread out and more culturally uh, uh culturally um closer uh, or we should be culturally closer than we ever have been before so just like we say you know it's the way you present it or even if asked you know like what your answer is when somebody asks why are you culturally appropriating you know it's your answer to that question that really tells you you know what mm-hmm. the truth is so yeah so and you
4: know if some if somebody doesn't realize that they're doing mm-hmm. it then just be like oh wait like just just say oh i didn't realize i mm-hmm. was what can you yeah. like help me out like explain. let, let oh, yeah. me know explain like what am on. i what is appropriate or not appropriate yeah. like I, I do this because i love x y whatever right mm-hmm. like if they explain themselves but they say yo i'm i am not trying to overstep anything so let me know if i'm you That's know thing too and i'm i'm by no means an, an expert on any of this mm-hmm. or have big whatever <laughs> kind of you know, I don't know how much I can really say about like hairstyles and stuff like that. I know, I don't know one of my friends that probably would have been good oh, on okay. here no. to give give her opinion on things too, cause, um, because because I, I you know I talk with her a lot mm. about a lot of different things, mm. and you know we grew up together, right? So, um, she she is always really you know this she's one of my like she's my best friend like my sister, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, she in anything that she does with other individuals too if it's in her workplace or if it's other friends that she has she's very good at making sure people are aware (laughs) of like and in a good way not like she doesn't come across in a bad way she but like to make sure that you understand hey like she 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 can present things and let them know and show them how to look at it and and think about it in a different Mm -hmm. way of how this can be insensitive or how this could be whatever Yeah, yeah um so I know she she probably would have been good to have up on here to kind of go through things. She would have had you cracking up, well, Jared. She, would have, she you know, would have been a good fun. That's conversation That's cool.
1: She could definitely listen to this episode. She could leave a voicemail for us. Uh, she could mm-hmm. go what? i uh-huh,
4: give some feedback. Yeah,
1: she could go about uh, you know about an hour in and start listening to this part of the chat. Maybe forty. I don't know. However long it was in, start so listening to this part of the chat. But yeah, um, actually she'd go an hour in and listen to us talk about people driving in in the car with their dog in their lap. Oh and lord Because she has two dogs Yeah she's probably One of those people <laughs> She's she probably them. one of those people And then
4: They are not in her lap though Oh
1: They don't be there. are You need to put the lap. dog In the back in the seat belt and the dog belt thingy That they have for them But then you know She could listen to this And leave a message Obviously anybody can And yeah you know I definitely appreciate Your perspective Like regardless if You know Because I know that you guys Have You all have boys So you know You don't have that same Hairstyle conversation But I mean my daughter My, my wife's hair is like You know straight and thin, you know, whatever. My daughter has thick, curly hair all the time. My daughter wants to, you know, like sometimes she wants to straighten her hair, you know, Uh, just like my wife's hair or whatever. So, and she looks great, you know, with straight hair. Um, So, you know, it's just a whole different conversation. I think, you know, when it's a mom and a a daughter or a dad and a son, you know, getting the same type of hairstyle, but you know, like, you know, it's, it, it definitely depends on you how you answer that question for sure so yeah so i appreciate your perspective so hey the last topic we're gonna get into was really like what our goals are for this year so since you're here i know that you're an amazing artist so i'll acknowledge that you guys are both amazing artists so um what like just give us like a couple goals that you have for 2022 um you know we'll all give a couple goals either personal professional whatever uh, and then we'll try to wrap it on up and get up out of here because we are way over time, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I usually don't really like set resolutions and goals and stuff like that at the beginning. I, you know, every day is a new mm-hmm. day, and you know you want to do your best each mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if anything, I'd probably it's probably the same thing that I continue to try to work on is just better health and trying to keep up with that and doing good there. Mm-hmm. So uh, you should, you know. Your health is your wealth too, yep. so got to I mean. keep that up and good. That is That's true. That's probably like the main thing. I don't. I don't know if I have other <laughs> type of goals and stuff in mind. I guess it's like as it comes along, as I do stuff, then I'll set those set those little things as I as I yeah. go. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool. Acknowledged. Cool. I like cool, it.
4: Cool.
1: Yeah. I uh, I have to say ditto.
2: My health <laughs> get better health because I know the past couple months have been. Disastrous for me. I mean, hey, you know, uh, it's the holiday uh, what season. What I feel, what I feel, is disastrous. Yeah. You know, yeah, true. Holiday season, you eat more, it you, you know, that thing. So yeah, health and uh, just do more work, man. I need to get back to doing my my art more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. So that's yeah. good. Those are the two main things. Two main. That's things.
1: good. Yeah, I I I feel you on that, man. I mean, the last couple months, I say like the last like. Four months for me for the most part i ate crazy because i was doing competitions because i was testing for a couple of classes and live demos uh, and then of course the holiday season like lumped in there but mixed into there I, I think the thing is you know you enjoy yourself you just don't go too too crazy overboard during the holidays and then you know you got to know when to like semi-detox if that makes any sense I guess don't don't kill yourself over eating, overeating, or uh, don't kill yourself over eating bad for just like two or three weeks. Because if you compare that to the span of a year, that's you know that's definitely a, a much shorter time. But yeah, definitely the health situation, you know, just staying on top of that. Uh, and then um, you know, last year I think I, I set a goal of, I don't know, I, I set a goal of doing way better than I did the previous year, my business wise. And I did that. I'm so thankful for that. And at some point in time, which I think I told you, at some point was, dude we're not getting any younger. <laughs> you know, like like the the time the time the time for. There's one thing I saw this. I was in a place here called Shields. I think y'all have one in DFW area. It's a big like you know. It's a big like a uh, uh, sporting goods store. All kinds of stuff. It's a cool store. I was in the kids section with my daughter. She was trying on some clothes. So I was just like hanging out, looking at like, you know, some other stuff that was there while I was waiting for. And there was a sign on the wall. I've seen this sign before. I should have took a picture of it. But the sign said, you're never too old to be who you're supposed to be or do what you always Mm -hmm. wanted to do. And I think about that. I look at that. I'm like, you know, there's people, there's like Morgan Freeman who like, it's like, Became really became a famous actor when he was old, right? After he mm-hmm. got old, right? There's people like that, you know? And if there's something that you wanna do that's been on your heart that you wanna do, I, I, I thought about this past year, I need to make it happen. I need to get into more stores. I need to like come out with better merchandise. I need to like scale up my, scale up my business to where I believe it should be and start comparing myself to the other very successful people in this industry because that's where in my heart I believe that's where people that my fans believe that I'm supposed to be so why not just try to make it a reality and in a lot of cases it's reality so I think for a lot of things you know if you sit down and wait for them to happen they ain't gonna happen or at least not happen soon enough you know, happen in a, in a good whatever, I know, I know God's time is the right time so regardless of what you what you want your best laid plans he's gonna make it happen whenever it's supposed to. but I do believe that you know you can't sit around and wait for it forever and and you know if there's something that you think you could do even start a little bit you know like I know you said that you're trying to sell some of your art and I know in the past we talked about you opening a store. I mean you may not you may not need a brick and mortar right now you know but if you have if there's some way for you to make an online presence to do that, um you know and it seems feasible because owning a business owning a small business the most work you do honestly is is in just like promoting and posting shipping things it's not that doesn't take much time at all especially because post office comes to your house and picks up stuff now um Mm -hmm. you know just promoting and posting photos like that's pretty much it and that's you know making a website that's initial after that after you get going it's cake so you know if there's i i i plan on i plan on continuing to scale up my business i plan on you know doing more classes i plan on finally filming this web series this year um about black history and barbecue and you know really taking it to a new level because you know that's that's i mean i'm not getting any younger i might as well you know start and try to grind on it and you know if it works out it works out if not at least i tried i think that's my my mindset yeah. um that's true so yeah true. and and you know and obviously you know keeping my kids and family involved and and you know spending more time with them as as time permits obviously uh thankfully being able to work from home that allows me a little more of that than i would have had before so yeah but Very true. that's all i got man um and thank you, Miss J, for joining the show. Definitely appreciate your perspective and appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, honey. I miss being able to see y'all uh, as often. Um, I know. You know, but
4: yeah, the boys ask about it sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah, they can.
4: It is. It's good when having y'all around. Yeah,
1: if if y'all, I know y'all have FaceTime. If you have an iPhone, so you know you can you can video chat them whenever i'll give you i'll give you my son's i'll give my son's phone number you can call him whenever i'd much rather him talking to y'all and y'all's kids than him talking to his random crazy friends up here so yeah but
2: yeah your son's voice is intimidating uh because it's like (laughs)
1: as to what i remember but it's like it's like uh what you call it's like sort of like breaking up a little bit so you know, he's like, Hello. <laughs> it's gonna be
2: 14 14 and less than oh, a month. Oh man, fourteen this month, this it, month. It, yeah,
1: at the end of this month, man. Gosh, that's crazy. Mm. Can you? I mean, like, it's, wow. it's wild, man. Kids shot up quick, so yeah. But yeah, man, I was looking at them pictures. I'm like, dang, he got muscles too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, he's, you know, he doesn't like to eat like us. <laughs> oh, trust, trust. You know?
2: we We know that we we have one that is so picky it's uh mm-hmm. it's it's not good yeah. man it's a uh, it's a little well,
4: it's,
1: it's 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 him yeah. it's um, see
4: he
3: you gonna it out. figure it
1: out and this is the thing like my son yeah. my son does like to eat he likes to eat all kinds of foods right he just doesn't eat a lot like he doesn't like he won't like throw down my daughter who is the more picky one right she mm-hmm. Has that? Excuse me. She has actually changed her palate. She eats hot sauce on her ramen, like she will. Like she'll like drench it in hot sauce, and then if it's too yeah. hot, she'll put a little lemon juice in there to like try to cut it a little bit. But she don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, she she has changed yeah. a lot compared to only eating mac and cheese and noodles. Like she has changed a lot, and I'm I'm thankful That's for good. that. So they'll
2: That's come good. around. Well, they both have something in common. Your yeah. your 11 year old and mine. yep yeah. They, they they love hot sauce yeah. on, on carbs I'm telling you, man. Mm. Noodles and mine loves it to douse on rice. Ooh, that, sounds yeah. so, yeah. that sounds good. That sounds good.
4: You know he'll he'll put it on the side too. He'll put it on yeah. his plate and then dip his chicken mm. nuggets in it or whatever. Uh, <laughs> like
2: rice and chicken nuggets and
1: French fries is his main three food groups. Hey, you know what? Rice, chicken nuggets, French They're, fries. We we all survived on much worse food than we have now.
3: Right? Oh my God. So yeah. so that's
1: that's very. <laughs> true. They'll, they'll make it and eventually one day they'll eat a lot more than they are right now. And it, it'll take away all my frustration because I'm telling you how, how often I get frustrated. <laughs> but hey, it is what it I is. The but yeah, uh, thank y'all. Uh, thank y'all for listening out there. Jay, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? The people. And hopefully we can find them.
2: All right, people. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag blackoutpod. Find us on your favorite podcast streaming service. Uh, email us whatever you want Hashtag blackoutpod.gmail.com And then go ahead and hit up 3853-BLAKPC Or 3853252572 So leave us a little voicemail Let us know what you think of this episode What goals you got for 2022 mm-hmm. Let's hope it's not 2022 T-O-O Oh yeah, hope not uh, Yeah um yeah and definitely hit up hooksrub.com get yourself some merch get yourself some seasoning get yourself a a brisket duty cup that you could sip coffee out of, or that pork booty that pork booty cup we just came out with too do any one of those sip some coffee out of use it as a basting cup use it as a uh i don't know put some seasoning in there and spring use it to sprinkle all over your brisket or your pork butt or whatever meat you got and uh go wild in the hook store you can find anything you want maybe even some soul glow at the end of this yeah, sauce is coming Possibly.
1: soon there's some stuff,
2: the, stuff the sauce the hook sauce mm-hmm. coming all that other good stuff sauce And uh, yeah there you have it 205 cool. happy new year 2022 uh, mm-hmm. and yes it. indeed thank you honey for being on the show
4: Thanks for having yes, me. Yes,
1: indeed. We'll have you back anytime. <laughs> uh, yeah. On that note, I'm blacking out.